Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jake Kerr. This is the Black Ink Podcast and today I've been gracefully joined, gracefully? Graciously joined by Gage Edgecombe. Again, happy to be back. No, yeah, let's take hands. Yeah, let's there you it. go. Watch the arm there. That is a very... It's it's a solid handshake, but it's a tender, tender shake from the shoulder. Yeah, firm grip, soft yeah. motion. Fucking oath. Middle ground. You'd be good, uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> How, um, I know the story, but tell us about your, your collarbone. Uh, well, I snapped it. Um, New Year's Eve. Me and a bunch of mates went down to Willie Dam yeah. for the night. I was down there for two nights, um, the 30th and the 31st. Yeah. It was Jeremiah's birthday on the New Year's Eve. So, um, yeah, had a bunch of motorbikes and had a belly full of piss and mm. we were riding around all day. got dark. Um, I ended up losing my phone. I think I, I fell off a couple of times. I was shit-faced. <laughs> I, I fell off this one time pretty bad, obviously, and my phone fell out of my pocket. It was about 11.30 at night. And um, I was like, oh, I'll just do a quick lap. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I know where it is. Yeah. And um, then I realised how late it was. We had fireworks to set off, and I was like, well, better head back to camp. And I was booking it back, and I must, I must have hit a tree stump. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> um, I don't remember. But you know, what no. bike are you on, by the way? Oh, the one ten. Yeah. It's Sick. fucking embarrassing. It's not even like. <laughs> no, no, no. When you come off a fifty and break your collarbone, then you, yeah, I don't think you buy Laura allowed to go to the hospital. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. You know, one ten's like just the cusp. Yeah. Allowed. Yeah, fucking hope. So yeah, the one ten, the baby bike, and I only learned how to ride that day. Like that was my first time. Yeah. And I was thinking, fuck, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. All the way up until I wasn't, you know. Bro, it'll humble ya. Well, yeah, it did actually a mm. little bit. The ego is still there, but yeah, definitely. If anything, the ego a grew bit. a little bit. You yeah, know? I was like, I can survive a bike crash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like when you like motorbike riding has this like scale. If you start really young, your likelihood of falling in general goes really far down. If you start older, that likelihood of falling goes right up. Or you have you have to get some falls out of the way. And when you're a kid, you just bounce back up. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you break your arm when you're a kid. You know, like you're a kid. Yeah. But you break your arm or your leg or whatever when you're an adult, like you can leave your house. It's crazy. It makes it like the risk to reward is so much. So like when you come off as a kid, you're not thinking about income protection. No. You just like fuck. No, not at all. You're like, oh, ow. Yeah. You're like, oh, I hope I didn't break the bike. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh man, I remember this one time when I was super young. Oh no, I would have been nine years old. My dad, mum and dad bought me a Honda XR80, which like you know, you know how powerful a 110 is. Apparently, 80 is just <laughs> under that. <laughs> But uh, I got this XR80. I used to, dad used to manage a transport yard. It was on, it's probably like about an acre or two acres. I don't know how big it is, but it feels like about that big. So there'd be trucks and shit in there. And I brought home, this is how the story goes in my mind. I was nine. This may maybe happen totally differently. But I brought home a balloon from school and I tied the balloon to my bag and I was like, yeah, gonna go for a ride on the motorbike. And you know, at that age, like that sort of activity is like, oh, you got to put your boots on and your jeans on and your elbow pads and put on your fucking helmet. Like it's a, it's a deal, you know? Yeah. Like it wasn't just like, oh, I'll go for a riff on the motorbike. So I've done the whole process. I don't think I had elbow pads. It was like, put on all the stuff, jump on the motorbike and I'm going around. I had this bull terrier called Boz. And Boz, the bag was sitting out the front of the office and out the front of the office was a bit of a stretch. And then there was all the cars and the employees that worked at the transport yard. And I'm hooning around, probably like, you know, middle of the throttle, third or fourth gear, something like just, just hooning sort of thing. And I looked across and Boz is into me balloon and I'm like, fuck, you know, and like he's jumping up and he's grabbing it. And like, I'm yelling at him, Boz, Boz, Boz. And like, as I look forward, I've realized I'm like at the back of a car, you know, like it's, it was a, it was like AU Falcon or something, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, my wheel was about to hit the tail light. And of course, like that's as I've looked, I fucking smashed the tail light, bikes flung out, 
I remember the bike's gone like maybe like that way sort of thing. Like the car's there and the bike's like flung out that way and I've kind of just gone like do-do-do onto the ground. And I was like, dad's going to kill me. You know, he's going to kill me. He's yeah. going to see this and he's going to fucking kill me. So I've just ran away and, 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 and hid, you know. I'm pretty sure you get arrested for that if you do that as an adult. You I know? think so, yeah. So I've gone and hid behind the, the dongers where the truck drivers used to have showers and shit. I think mum came and found me. She's like, well, what's up? Like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, that's going to kill me. <laughs> that's going to fucking kill me. Because she would have seen it all happen. Yeah. You know, because she's in the office, like exactly where all this happened. And I fucking had bruising all down my leg and shit. And yeah was a fucking in trouble young man that day but it went busted up the bike was fine yeah yeah the bike was fine tail light tail light was fucked yeah poor yeah. thing yeah yeah he had to, I remember the bloke's name his name was Lindsay he ended up being a uh, bus driver are you pretty cool about it um I remember Lindsay being cool in general I don't remember about this particular situation <laughs> you know <laughs> probably alright probably lucky you had all your gear on but because it would have been flat tarmac or what that you Nah, it was like it was like hard ground, red dirt. Oh yeah, it was slid. Yeah, with the occasional bit of fucking rock and shit in there, you yeah, know. A bit of gravel. Bro, I'm just having all these memories come back to me right now. You know, one thing I've always thought about on my tenth birthday, the fucking bus driver gave me an ice cream. No one else on the bus he gave an ice cream, but he gave me an ice cream. Where and I was an ice cream. It's fucking 150 degrees up there. That's the point. Where did he get it? So he's got an esky next to his fucking thing, and he's like. Yeah, I'm, I'm like one of the last kids to get off the bus because he used to go from uh, St. Cecilia's in Port Hedland all through South Hedland and then to Wedgefield, which is the industrial area. Yeah. And I was like, you know, there was only like five kids left on the bus. And then I was like, you know, the fifth last one to get off. And he's like, happy birthday, young man. Gave me the ice cream. He's like, double digits. <laughs> fuck, I remember that, eh? And then like, <laughs> you just leave me for the rest of my life thinking like, was he trying to fuck me or? Well, he left an imprint. <laughs> yeah. Look him up, man. Man. Hey, uh, Rodney, what's up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see um, you've aged like shit. <laughs> you're still driving buses, bro? Boy, ice cream. Bro. Gotta give it back. This fucking... I, I, I ate the ice cream for sure. I'm pretty sure I even ate it that fast that fucking mum didn't know I got one. That's the guy. Yeah, because between the gate and the office, you can fit in a couple of ice creams, you know? <laughs> I remember I had Mr. Whippy come past my place. Um, I would have been probably like my 11th or 12th birthday. Yeah. And I was thinking, fuck you, Mr. Whippy, on my birthday. Mm. So I went up there and he stopped. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, bro. And he goes, hi. <laughs> I was like, it's my birthday today. Yeah. <laughs> thinking that he'd be like, oh, well, you know, like, yeah. here, have one on the house. <laughs> it's just like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, Happy what, birthday. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> so I want a free fucking ice cream. But retrospectively, like, it's a dude who sells ice cream. Have the And I like, in your mind, you've got, the, like, your point of view. And then now you think of it, like, if I was that guy looking down, that kid is just like, it's my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> and, you're like, and you're like, all right. And he's yeah. got some shit around his mouth or something. He's just like, get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> like, as an ice cream driver, like a Mr. Whippy man, how many times would you fucking hear that as well? Yeah, you know bro. I mean? You're not going like, to cut a 12-year-old either. You're like, just pay for the fucking ice cream and fuck off. It's weird, man. Like, who wants to be Mr. Whippy? That's a fucking weird job. And then, like, you got to think, every year the van gets older, it gets creepier. you got to, like, keep yeah. it up to date. That one that rolls around here and it looks like it's fucking... Yeah, it's like, I reckon that they have, like, years in service versus districts. Like, mm. South Bunbury and, like, the prestigious places. You're not sending the ones with rusted bumpers, you know what I mean? Fuck no, can Those you imagine? Freshies. And then after a, fuck, a couple of years, they get pushed back to the outer burbs. There'd be riots in the streets if you saw the one that comes around here in fucking Marston <laughs> yeah, Hill. Yeah, you're like, what is that? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. They can hear the tone and they're just like, the fuck? It's that, that fucking poor people's whippy, man. Get the fuck out of here. Butchering green sleeve like that, bro. It's a fucking sin. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, the, the house is on the street and nice, but I heard they had that... The that, Povo van? Yeah. Was like What's the story with that? <laughs> you know the bloke on the corner that looks after his garden, he's just like, oh, fuck, we're never going to live this down. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> How's a fucking Kerry Park special just then? Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. That was tough. That was a first gear auto skid. Woo! I know. I got a couple on my street every now and again. I got one a few weeks ago just before just before Christmas. Yeah. It was double pegger, fishtailed up the road. And oh. it's, like, it's a lot of old people on my street, so it doesn't usually happen. Yeah. And I run out there quick as fuck. I was like, wanted to see it. And I, of I just, I missed it. And there was a couple of young fellas across the road. And I was like, tell them to come back and blow a diff. Yeah, yeah. And sort of like, I want to oh, see oil on the road, you know? I wasn't kidding. Yeah, no. I'm serious, bro. I know. I've got the place. Tell them to come and blow the diff or a fucking call the <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> That's like spring of the other day. Um, we went out to do a fucking, you know, we call it a skill session, but it's just doing wheelies and burnouts and shit. Mm. And, um, his tire was fucked when he arrived and I think I don't think he even had a number plate on you know what I mean like he's just a wild boy yeah and uh, he started doing a burnout and like of course I had the, the car and the trailer out there and it's like as soon as he started doing the burnout I'm like I'm taking his bike home yeah you know what I mean like you just, you just know I've been given that that privilege so <laughs> and he's fucking he's into it second gear third gear fourth gear gets into fifth gear and just bah 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 and, and you can see he's like when's this fucking thing gonna pop you know it pops he fucking drops it back down to whatever it must have been like second or something and just fucking rips it back into it and, and it's blown the tire the tubes come out and then fucking slap the fender and like bent the number plate bracket in and slap the f- fender down oh nice bro proper jobby yeah now that's a burnout that's proper you know yeah, like- and even then that's only like a 7.5 you know, you don't want to see me go to ten. It gets better, bro. It gets better. Yeah, it's fucking. It's funny though. There's something so like. I think there's almost like a primal reaction I think to so. just like just losing traction. Mm. In general, it doesn't have to be a skid like on a bike or in a car or anything. It's just losing traction. Like on a bike, bro. I um last Christmas I bought myself a couple of drift drift eskies. Oh yeah. Yep, that were the like that was the best two days of my life because you know they only last about two fucking days. Yeah, of course. Um, and then you're like, oh, I'll fix it. And it just sits there. Yeah. But they were wicked. I had like, um, all I wanted to do was a 360. Yeah. A whole day I just wanted to do a little 360. You just so. find how to get enough inertia and then enough whip. Well, yeah, it was just like like watering down the, the road and like, <laughs> the right run up and like you got to get the flick and the kick and then up on the wheelie bar. It was fucking wicked. Yeah, just yeah. Going, like losing traction is the most fun you'll have. Man, it's funny because like, as you were saying that, I realized like you're probably one of, I'm going to say even liberally speaking, maybe two people that I know that we could commit to buying like uh, green machines. Oh, bro. You know, like you've been waiting for an adult friend to be like, you want to buy green machines bro. together? <laughs> bro, I remember like, I, like the, like, like mental conflicts I used to have going through my head walking home from school past people, kids that had green machines like in their carport. Dude, like, yeah. Take it, bro, just do it. And, and this is the thing, like, that was one thing that I never understood that like, so you've got one and you're not using it right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, like, walk to school, bro. Walk to school. <laughs> bro, get sideways to yeah. school. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's like, I remember thinking before I knew how to do wheelies. I'm like, if I could do wheelies, I'd do wheelies everywhere. Yeah. And now that I can do wheelies, you know what yeah, I do? do I everywhere. do them everywhere. There's no no better feeling than when you're driving along and you see someone on a bike and you stick your head out the window and you say, pop them on and they fucking do it. Oh, and, they, and like, they're good? It's just a simple, I don't even care. Like, even if you try it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it just, like I'm not doing it 
to be a dick, I'm not yelling at you, calling you a fag. I'm, like, I just want to see Chuck on the back wheel, bro. Man, I'm in it for the game, yeah. you know? Even if you don't do wheelies, I want to see you give it that little shitty attempt. Just try. Get... Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there's um, there's definitely like a an attitude similarity you and I. Actually, you know what? It's something that I found that uh, it was a common thread with all the boys that came on the te- team building day. Convenient plug. but <laughs> <laughs> But they're all animals yeah like there is no one there that like they're all the sorts of blokes that like i I don't really fucking trust trust anyone but those boys there there's no one in the group that i would have like an ounce of doubt over you know what i mean it's just all those boys and i know trust is a weird thing to bring into it but it's like all of them are like they're all the sorts of blokes where you're like we're going to do this crazy thing. And even if they're not into it, they'll be like, ah, fuck yeah, okay, yeah. Just fuck yeah, there's that response. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm in, I'm in. I'm in it for the story, I'm in it for the experience. And I think like that attitude is a fucking, she's seldom found in the current society. There was a lot of it there, but. Oh, there's a lot. There's probably too much. It was a good day. Dude, you could cut through the the air with it on that day. It was (laughs) fucking rich. That was, uh, that was one of those things where I went into it feeling super anxious that A, it was going to work and B, that people were actually going to appreciate, like, we're going to get the result out of it that was, I'm trying to create for no reason at all, a really good experience. Yeah. You know, like that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. As it turns out, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I guess we probably should like say what it was. Obviously there was like 11 of us, I think, including the driver, Mm -hmm. spent all day. We got a limo. Well, none of it was really, like, no. none of you boys knew what was going on. No, that was the beauty of it, was the whole blind reveal. Yeah, so you are just, everyone rocked up at Trinidale Maccas at 7.30, and we're going to be back in about 12 hours. Mm. So limo arrives, we all get in the limo, we drive to Perth, we fucking go do shotgun shooting at a range, we have, like, a bit of a competition. Luke, who was meant to be the photographer, ends up winning it. Clutched. Yeah. I yeah. First, I got first, last, second. Nothing wrong with that. No, oh, well. David, I think David got last and he's like, bro, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking see anything, you know? <laughs> and then the dude's like, try without your glasses on. He's like, it'll be worse. And they do without his glasses on and he was getting better Popping at it. Shots, yeah, like you said, it, like could have said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the best part about the, the shooting range was the fee that they put on afterwards. It was just so grand, like grandma spec Sunday roast. Yeah. Fucking cheese snags, man. <laughs> oh, bro, that's all you can smell in the limo for the rest of the day. Man. <laughs> Every day, then you'll have a, you wake up and burp, and you're like, "Is that fucking garlic and cheese?" It's like two people down, and then you do a burp, a little burp, and then twenty seconds later, like you just burp, can't? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, fucking cheese. No, nah, that was fucking Jet back there. Yeah, honest. <laughs> oh, what did I call him? Um, fuck, what was Jet's name? F sixteen. F sixteen. Yeah, the fucking that was cool. I really, yeah. I think that was that. That's like one of those things now where, if we can replicate, especially that group again, like, and see, this is the thing. Where do you take? Wait, we'll come back to that. We did the shotgun shooting. We had the lunch. The then snakes. we went to Frio. We got on the piss. Oh, that's when we started fucking drinking. That that's was when cool. We started drinking. It's that was that was so perfectly executed in hindsight because I like went around with the list and was like, right, what drink should we get? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, well, I'll drink this. I'll drink this. I'll drink this. I'll drink this. And surprisingly, like we drank fucking everything. Yep, drank it dry. Yeah, it was yep. crazy. And like everyone was drinking their drink the whole day. Yep. So. Well, well, mix and match it a little bit because well, we got what the everyone everyone's gonna everyone wants the white claws, so we all dug into the white oh, claws. Oh yeah, and then um, it was the Booker, what the Sam, Black Sam Booker. That was for everyone which, though. No, yeah, which no one wanted, but it was like we well, have to. Yeah, 
<laughs> the rule that I made up that I broke the yeah. most. Yep. Yeah. And then it was like, have another sip. And you're like, I don't want you, man. Like, there's only half left. And I'm like, if everyone has one more sip, it'd be gone. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Team building, bro. And it was gone before we fucking yeah, left there. Before we left the car park, man. man. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Just deleted it. Fuck. And I'm like, it's funny because was I was talking to... Um, forget who it was we're talking about dakota and he was saying oh he fucking loves getting on the champers oh yeah yeah um program Jayden. yeah it was yeah, yesterday you yesterday. were, you were fucking there. there yeah i was there bro wow yeah so yeah yeah program. he said um he said yeah fucking he, he loves getting on the champers i'm like yeah at, at the fucking team He's building like, we have to get a bottle of champagne yeah and i had a sip of it and i was like dude this is ass bro that's a council thing that's a council thing so they they apparently when they get together and that they, they drink white wine which yeah. is Bro, just just for a second, just stop the fucking team building day. I don't have a problem with it. I just want to say that because I obviously I have some sort of like interest or ambition to maybe end up in that position mm. for the city of Bunbury. Well, you heard it first. <laughs> I uh, I can't believe. Here's what I found. Fuck yeah. So you're getting nosy, bro. <laughs> What's that about the council? You run an <laughs> huh? you, you need an agent. <laughs> but uh. The thing that blows my mind is like the further I get into like Bunbury businesses and events and mm. now the city and all that and then like getting Dakota's perspective on what happens, it's super interesting to to realise like drinking is a very common play thing. You know what I mean? It's not as taboo as you think it is. No. But it's not like ten cans of sport after a hard day's work. It's more like that's when it becomes more social. Yeah. Like that, where it is like your white wines and your fancy shit. And for some fucking reason, bro, that I do not understand and will never get San Pellegrino. Oh, no. You're not. You're just not doing it right. What? What? It's shit. It's fucking... Soda nah. water can fuck off, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's ass, bro. Have you ever had soda water with just a little bit of tonic water in oh, there? Oh, tonic water is TV static. Dude. It tastes like ass. No, no, no. Do you know how rich the dude that told me about that combination was? Like, that... And that's the important bit because... That's what it's like. Money. Like, when, when, do you, <laughs> when does your bank account get so big that you think that that starts tasting good. I right. want to know that combination. I think there's seven numbers seven in the numbers? number. Yeah, and that's one of the accounts. You yeah, know? right. But no, it's one of those... It's funny because I, like when he's telling me about that, I'm like, oh, he's taking the piss. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 because tonic water's too sharp by itself and soda water's not quite enough. And I was like, he's right on both you of those statements. Now, and then he fucking did <laughs> it. I'm like... a little bit. Can't he just put like a better tasting water in a water and made like water squared? Super water. Bro. Condensed water. My blood type changed a little. <laughs> Never been so hydrated. What I thought you were going to say when you mentioned white wine was it doesn't matter how much it costs, like it's all... Oh, that as well. Because I used to go through bottles of Passion Pop. Oh, yeah. Mm. Fuck, I haven't heard of Passion Pop in a minute. I used to put it in like the wine glasses with a couple of berries, bro. No cunt knows the difference. True. It's lavish, bro. If you, do, you can do the same thing as San Pellegrino, you know that. Can do the same thing. Yeah. Get that non-alcoholic. Oh, with passion pop, it's, li- it's literally cheaper to buy a little passion pop <laughs> than it is to pop on the sand pop. I'm not even lying right They're now. Both come in a glass bottle too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, no. Nah, the thing that I, I think the thing that I'm highlighting is like considering how alcohol lowers your inhibitions mm. and it raises it like that Dutch courage and that. It's so interesting that it plays such a, a common place in in and in, in what you would anticipate would be an integrity based situation. But it's so networking as well, though. So you can understand. I totally get it. I'm not against it. Yeah. And like, I'm excited to develop quite the palette for white wine. You know? Start practicing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about face tattoos and white wine that it's never going to happen, happen. But I can pretend. Yeah. You know? I can always be like, oh, mm, this is yummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Little Peep had a song called White Wine, bro. He has heaps of face tattoos. Who? Little Peep. Oh, yeah, Little Peep. Isn't it funny how like, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. 
He always had. He's like he, he's one of those dudes. You can do anything. Yeah, look. Oh yeah. Plastered, bro. I got a photo of that on the team building day as well. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I yeah. seen that. Chris photo. That was more for me than yeah. for the group. You yeah. Know? It's just one of new wallpaper. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, it's that. That was um. So yeah, Dakota getting the the bottle of white wine and like because there was a champagne flutes in the in the car as well. Yeah, that's that was sort like, of like well, you got to utilize them. Yeah. And fuck, like Brody the driver, Brody Cassidy from Limousine Lounge, he was just on top of it. Yeah. He was the fucking man, you know? Like, yep, I'll go get the drinks. You give him this fucking crazy list of all this different shit. Just ham- and then just throw him the money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. And yeah. he, it was like, bang on. Yeah. And that's the other thing as well. Like, you know, everyone, um, the same, the, the one thing everyone had in common was like an extra 50 bucks was not a problem yeah you know so like and i'm not saying that everyone was rich i'm saying everyone had that same mindset of like if it's for the day if it's for one of these boys right now for the next six i don't give a fuck if it's 50 or 100 just fucking make it happen yeah you, you know maybe that guy that sat there not drinking nothing whatever, yeah because you didn't bring a bit of extra change man, or like, even coder at the at the club after we did all the skating like went and bought 11 shots of midori bro <laughs> and got it for yeah like 50 bucks something stupid <laughs> <laughs> So silly. That was that's what you want though. You're like, I'm not paying 120 dollars for like half a bottle of Midori. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's probably what he's done is he's just gone like, what's a suitable amount of money? Either that or he's just totally fucking negligent that he spent 15 minutes pouring the shots. In which case, he's probably looking for a job. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's like, man, do you reckon I can get a tattoo of these boys later on? <laughs> <laughs> so we we drink our we drink our fucking sambuca. We get the white wine down. And then we start fucking hitting the piss. We drive to Freeman. It's like a half hour drive. Mm. We get to the tattoo studio. Half of the boys go up to the tattoo studio, start getting the matching tattoos, which is a skull. And everyone ended up getting them on the same fucking spot besides two people, yep. including Toby, who doesn't have a single other Rescue, tattoo. Bro. That was that was mental the That's whole time. Badass. I, was like, I can't believe this motherfucker's gone through with it. That's He's skits. never fucked with a condom one ever. No. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking bad man, eh? <laughs> But yeah, uh, and the other half went to Holy Moly mm. and started doing, uh, I think it was bowling first up. That was perfect, actually, because you were meant to do your bowling, your golf, and your arcade, and then by that time, swap over and go get your tattoos, and everyone does their, the, you know, the, the same thing. But as it turns out, it was the end of the day, and we were all in the arcade together and all did our golf together. Yeah. And fuck me. That was mad. That was lo- that was loud, bro. <laughs> Do you know? No, you know what is fucking stuck in my mind is you doing the <laughs> from Happy that Gilmore, Gilmore yeah. clown laugh, yeah. bro. Yeah. It'd just be like every twenty seconds you'd hear you do it. It's like, oh man, we're gonna we're gonna get kicked out <laughs> it was soon. The last hole anyway, so yeah. who fucking cares? <laughs> and then David stole the fucking yeah, mini the putter. putter. Is he still here? No, nah, it, it is. Know, somewhere. It's yeah, somewhere. Uh, it did, I did have it up there for a fucking hot minute though. Because like I was wearing shorts, so I was like, someone's gonna take this putter. Yeah. And you were like, no, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm the one who made the fucking booking. Yeah, you like yeah. can't do it. They know my name. And then we get back to the club, back to the car, and he just whips it out. He's like, "Did you want this, bro?" And David is the most least suspecting dude to Which do is, it as he's well. He's the perfect guy to steal it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, you always want. Well, I mean, other than Toby, you know what I mean? Yeah. Toby's just like, I got my first tattoo today. You <laughs> think like I'm you gonna think fucking as well, bro? It's a slippery slope, man. Toby's they peer pressured me into getting this. <laughs> <laughs> tattoos and crime. Fucking hell. I think the journey back from the arcade to the car, that was wicked. I wish it was still going. Oh, man. Yeah, me too. But we got, the, like, the best, the thing that I'm most upset about was when we started doing some sticker slapping. Yeah. And we, I just got, like, the arse end of that clip of Caleb running to a, up on a moving Oh, car yeah. Hitting it and rolling away. Like, that was fucking brilliant. And I got, like, the, oh. like him just moving away from it. It's, 
I but. think I have a feeling that I also thought I was recording it. You know those ones you look down and it starts it's recording. Too you, quick. It's happening too quick. It's going too fast. Bro, that's so heartbreaking. The the funny thing is, is like from my point of view, I was like, yeah, the whole day is like a content creation thing. That's why I've got a photographer here. And like, obviously I'm going to be recording heaps of shit. And in reflection, I didn't get like a single good piece of content that's like representative of what <laughs> happened. But fuck, we got some stories out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was God, good fun at damn, least. Damn, dude. Yeah. And... I tell you what's crazy, like the really wild part about this is that no one knew what was going on and it was $500. Yeah. $500 is no fucking joke. No, that's not, that's like, it's not jacket money, you know? No, no. That's so, a commitment. That's, and that's like, you know, I, it was fucked to organize because like you're trying to figure out like how much do I charge these boys? It's the first time I need to make it super valuable so everyone wants to do it again and whoever doesn't do it feels like they missed out. You mm-hmm. want to create that feeling. So how much can I get get away with charging? Because if I thought I could get a thousand, I charge a thousand and give you fifteen hundred dollars worth of experience, yeah. right? So I was like, five hundred is probably the limit for number one. So they go, okay, what can I do for five hundred bucks? When can I? I've got a, a list of twenty twenty five blokes who are, who are interested. Um, put them in a group chat. Right, here's the fucking five dates available. Everyone like the date that you can go to. Yeah. The the one with the most likes wins. And then you go to that. You know, out of twenty, we've got it down to like fifteen people say. And then to those 15 people, you're like, are you willing to spend 500? And all I needed was 10 yeses or nine yeses. Yeah. And I got them. Mm. So I was like, right, we're on. Create the thing on um, on my on my website. Send everyone the link. And as you pay for it, you're locked in. So I go, right, I've got this $500 from everyone. And it's funny because I organized it in my mind. There's like two ways you can go about it. Like, right, everything you look at, you either... This is boring back-end stuff, but I've already started the sentence. So... <laughs> You either look at it as in like every experience you do divided by the amount of people that goes, mm. which is what I did. I divided everything by 11 because there was 11 people there. Yep. Instead of going, I got nine people to pay $500 yep. and make a kitty that you take chunks out of. So I got to the end and I was like, why the fuck haven't I got enough money? It's like, because you divided all the cost by 11, but only nine people gave you that money. Yeah. Yeah. And three times or 10, 11, two times 500 is $1,000. You know, it's like, fuck. And like Luke was for free, Brody was for free, and I had to pay Brody. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's like there's, you know, lunch, a tattoo, the shooting experience, the holy moly thing times three, because it's me as well. So the day cost me money. Yeah. Not I'm not whinging at all, but I learn respectively. It's all learning. Yeah. You know, it's all data collecting and like, right, next time we do it, do it properly. Yeah. You know? Budget better. Like remember what you've got to spend. Just be a fucking better version of yeah. you, bro. Figure it out, bro. Yeah. Sometimes I just look dead in the eye in the mirror. I'm just like, just fucking, you know? <laughs> you know what I do think about is that fucking, I don't even know if you've gone back and looked at it yet, but the podcast that we tried to make on the drive home back from Perth, you're like, <laughs> I'm dropping it. It's going to be raw, unclipped footage. Let's go. Yeah. And it was just like 11 blokes passing the mic around, just fucked from a big day. Let's never talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it like, was ambitious. And like you said, you wanted to get content and you just didn't. No, this is the... In 10 years time, that, that podcast is hilarious. <laughs> that is so valuable. Right now, it's incriminating. It's, it's you know, so bad, <laughs> We just need to get past that. What's that? It's like after seven years, it's like not, can... not considered a crime anymore, you know? I don't think that that's right. <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been leaning on that pretty heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what's going to come out next. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if it's 2023 now... That means that anything that happened, like, I want to hear some cool stories from 2016 real 20, soon, you know? Whoa. Yeah. Scary when you say it like that, eh? 2016, bro, I was, I guess I was 18. 
What's the earliest date you remember writing on your shit at school? 2004. True. So remember during 2004 and then fuck it's 2005 and going back over it. Oh know? yeah. That's like, and it was like proper ape handed fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's only slightly worse than what it is now. Yeah, when I broke when I broke the collarbone, um, uh, like a week after I had surgery on the Sunday night, and then the Tuesday I had to go up to Perth to do my docking ticket. Yeah. for work, and um, so I'm chicken winged, and I like, wasn't as mobile as I am now. So yeah. it was proper like that was staying there, and I get up there, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're going to be like, can you do this?" Like you have to write heat. <laughs> you're like, just like, yeah, man, I'm not retarded. Cool. I yeah. just can't use my arm. Well, I'm left-handed, so all good. And oh like, yeah, oh, cool, yeah, which is lucky. And I start writing, and I was like, should I told these cunts that I'm left-handed, man? If I had told them, because it's it's fucking god awful, man. I can't read my handwriting half the time. It sucks. True. But I was like, I should have said nothing and just made them think, because that would have been like, that's pretty good, man. You know? Oh, gone the other way about it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, look, I'm right-handed, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. I did basketball when you six, and I was I remember. Um, I like did a layup, a left-handed layup. Yeah. And the coach was like, that was pretty impressive, man. I've only been playing for a couple of weeks. She's like, I can't even do that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm left-handed. And he's like, oh, should have kept my fucking mouth shut, bro. Man. I should have then. Like, like, I should have I learned then. If you said then, like instead of saying, yeah, I'm left-handed, if you're just like, yeah, I'm touched by God. <laughs> I'm built know? different. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or just, just look up and just like, levels. <laughs> Can you imagine being the, co- the, being the that coach? Being that young though. Bro. <laughs> You're like, who the fuck is this kid? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you this kid tells Mr. Whippy it's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, he doesn't tell him that it's my birthday. He's just like, I'm 11 today. <laughs> Intricate motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm going to tell mum you said that. Just fucking have the ice cream and yeah. fuck off. <laughs> It's like, I'm 11 and I'm going to tell you touch me. Man. Oh, bro. Yeah, even <laughs> worse. Well, you want me to ruin your life? <laughs> Wait, just be straight with me, Mr. Whippy, you know? Oh, look at this. It's my cock. <laughs> <laughs> the old bait and switch, bro. The old bait and switch. That's so fucking sadistic. Oh, hey? Bollocle, man. Should have been that one. That, uh, like a little bit blurry. Just has to squint look at it. It's like, you're fucked. <laughs> I was like, you're disgusting. All the red cups, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was the go-to as well. The red like, icy pole cups. Oh, dude, I, the only thing I gave a fuck about Mr. Whippy was a sherbet. Oh, God? Yeah, dude, even now. Like, just the Whispers packets? No, you know, like, they'd fucking do the, the Whippy or whatever, and then they've had, like, the tub, they'd put it in there and, like, roll it around. Oh, yeah. That shit is, like, pinky, pinky purpley. Oh, do they still do that at Wendy's? They used to get, like, the... Does Wendy's still exist? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what the I fuck? Don't, I don't go to Centerpoint. I've got no reason to go to Centerpoint. Oh, yeah, Wendy's is in there. Yeah, I can no, I can imagine in there. I don't know if it's still there at the moment. I'm yeah, surely no, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, bro, fucking shaking dog on a Saturday morning. Bro, after mum's done the shopping. Oh, bro, I used to work at, when I left school. I was full time at Target, bro, and at lunchtime I would go get a shaking dog oh. every day because my sister used to work there. Oh, the plug, bro, the plug used to plug me up. Something chronic, yeah. I remember, yeah, it was it was horrible for your guts, eh? Hey? Oh yeah, but worth it. Those um those mega shakes that they used to do with the ice cream and all the fucking. You know, just sprinkle diabetes on the top for yeah. you. Yeah, that big diabetes straw. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy. Those are... I remember even as a kid just being like, I'm going to have this and then I'm going to feel sick. Prepping <laughs> <laughs> yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, as a kid, you just... You're like, yeah, KFC, Chinese food, chili. Well, not chili for me, but like, you just eat whatever. What's the metabolism? Yeah. 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 25. Boom. It's fucking nuts. I fucking dude that used to work at uh, Roger David, the chick who worked at... Oh... Yeah, the chick who worked at um, I just pieced the story together. <laughs> the cunning dog got, dog got me fucking 
10 years later how, how wild anyway I'll fill you in after the podcast Roger <laughs> he had a chick that worked at um, Wendy's that was into him and she always used to give him the old donuts and it started as like the old donuts that had been sitting for like 2 or 3 hours because they weren't fresh anymore yeah and I went in one day and this is like months into it and uh, he had these like real crisp like fresh donuts and what like, the fuck's going on he's like yeah just one day she stopped giving me the old ones and just gave me new ones for free <laughs> and I was like really he's like, just every day just brings them in upgrade people yeah it's routine bro that's what it is he's like I got a donuts to give you give me 5 minutes make it some fresh ones can you imagine nah nah I don't, I don't know I can't say anymore without the incriminating thing yeah. you know well what like when you get older when you like when you're like 18 or whatever and you still got friends that work in fast food that's the best that's the best because you want to walk in and be like hey brother can I get uh, like a whole bunch of free shit <laughs> yeah but when you're like 25 <laughs> or when you're 30 bro you know what's still awesome yeah. getting a whole bunch of free shit yeah no shit <laughs> you know what I mean I went to Noodlers on the corner there um, the other night and I didn't know what I wanted so I got it all yeah um, Noodlers as in next to KFC at your park yeah, center yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. joint change hands eh well it looks like shit that's how I know it's good mm. I've only been going there for probably like six like eight months it was my first time like in the winter, oh really like, holy fuck and now I've got to get through that whole menu man no it used to be it, it was like don't tell me what it was I'll never taste it yeah I know if I don't know, it's all good. That's a flex I have on you don't forever. Don't piss on me, bro. Yeah. You know? I would too. I look in the eye and be like, man, you should have had the katsu yeah. chicken this time last year, bro. <laughs> it's like, this is good, but it was better. Man, no, actually, their katsu chicken is like very, very like on par. But there, there used to be something signature I used to get from there all the time. And it was like, I went to get it the other day. And I, no, I didn't went to get it. I got it and I was like, this has changed. It might be the katsu chicken, actually. Mm. Fuck. Why do you get the katsu chicken? Are you a katsu chicken guy? Well, I'm I'm an everything guy, man. I like I get something different when I go to Subway. Like I don't. True. I don't always get a zinger box from KFC. Like you've got to keep the body guessing. Yeah. And so when I went in there to get my feed, I didn't know what I wanted. So I think I ended up with the pad thai. I think I got chicken and fried rice or something. I got right. continental soup. Right. And I was like, I think that'll do me. And then when he's bagged it all up for me, he's like, oh, hang on. And he reached in and gave me the last packet of sushi, like ten pieces of sushi. God and damn. I was like, That's what's up. Mm. That's what's up. That is what's up. And now I'm promoting him on a podcast. I've seen what's up and that's probably past it, if I can be honest. Definitely. Yeah. Just love getting free shit, bro. Yeah. It's the best. I, you know what I like is being it, and I'm not saying this pretentiously, I'm in, a, I'm in a position now when people buy shit off me, I have the opportunity you to give, give them, them free, free shit. shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, well, fucking poker night, like two weeks ago, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. We all come over for a poker night. Well, I guess it wasn't free shit, I guess you couldn't say, because, you know. We all lost our fucking money. Yeah, we but had one dude fucking got a heap of free shit. Yeah. He, 750 bucks <laughs> yeah, of fucking cold hard that's cash. That's kind of free shit. Man. But we come to have fun and play poker, have a couple of beers, and we all left with a calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking gangster. I just can't think of like... It don't like... This is one of those things, like in my mind, it doesn't make sense. And I've always been like this, and I'm, you probably have the same mantra for when you're a kid where you're like, if I'm rich, my friends are rich. Like if I've got yeah. money, everyone has money. But if I've got 10 bucks, we all got 10 bucks. Yeah, that's eating, right. We're eating. That same thing is in the team building day. Well, yeah. You know, it's well, that same mentality. Yeah. What's the point of putting yourself ahead if everyone else has to suffer and like look on <clears> and envy, you know? Bro, I got cool shit happening around me and it's like the cool people that are around me that are having it happen with me. It's like, why would I have a box full of calendars and not give everyone one? Well, and especially because calendars have an expiration date. As far, like, the rest oh, of the yeah, yeah. doesn't, you know what I mean? For sure. I even did, um, so I was doing a job this morning for this lady and she wanted a, her, it's her friend's birthday on the 4th. She contacted me like three, four days ago and said, I want to make this, this hoodie. So I had to source a hoodie, do the graphic design, obviously print it, apply it, do all the thing. So I was like, yeah, sweet. Got it. Like got the job underway. I was doing it this morning and I cut, uh, I like cut the, the heat press vinyl and like put it on the hoodie and I was like, oh fuck, it's like a bit too big. So I've, and like at that point, 
I'm, again, not being pretentious, but I, I can't fucking send that out. Even though I know this woman's going to wear this hoodie like three times and then never wear it again, yeah. I still want it to look right, like proportionally right. So I go back to square one, resize everything, cut it, weed it, <clears throat> put it on there. I was like, yes, yeah, sweet. Perfect product. Happy with it. But I'm left over with these two logos that I had that I didn't use. Mm. So I was like, oh, fuck. She's a medium. She's a medium hoodie. I grab a medium shirt out put them on there, looks fucking cool, press it, chuck that in the bag, put it on the bottom so they don't realize until they get home. Yeah. And then also, and this is like, I know I'll fucking suck on my own dick at this point. Then I printed out some <laughs> some vinyl, like just sticker vinyl, yeah. and like to, uh, weeded all that, put some application tape on it and put them in the bag as well so she can have like a cool little sticker for a window on a car or something as well. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's fucking... The like a shit that costs nothing. Bro, it's imagine being her and getting that. Yeah. You, you know? Like, what? It's fucking cool. Free shit, bro. A shirt and matching hoodie and matching stickers. Yeah. And I put the fucking logo on the bag that it all comes in as well. Yeah. Bro, Wait, that's right. what's up. Yeah, that is, that's a pretty big flex. I fuck with that. Oh, man, I'm fucking getting a little bit sweaty just thinking about it. <laughs> you sure it's not just because we're in a fucking hot box right now? Yeah, it's a nightmare. you got to turn off the air con, otherwise it just creates such a shitty sound in the back. Carrie Park houses. Yeah, man. What the fuck? My, like, I was 1.30 in the morning. Like the other day, woken up like sweating bullets. I got a little thermometer in my house. Yeah. Always like to know. And even know? that was fucked. Just so I can look at it and be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. I never, I'm never like, oh, 31, that's so interesting. I'm like, what the fuck is it doing up that high? Yeah, this can't be right. Yeah, always mad at the cunt. Well, I yeah. shouldn't have it there. But yeah, like the hottest fucking houses in the world in summer and then winter, like freezing cold. Yeah, I like the freezing cold element. Yeah, well, I got a fireplace, so that's, that's bitching. You don't have an aircon, do you? I have an aircon. Oh, I was right. going to say, you have a fireplace and not an aircon as such. I've got two aircons that like push into the same room, but like, I don't know. I don't, don't want to run it all the time. I'm not a millionaire. No, 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 no. I'm glad you brought this up because I feel passionately about this. I will run aircons when it's unnecessary. All right? So like, I mean, like during, like we run the aircon during the night at the moment. Obviously, it's hot at night. But the idea, if it's cold during the day, uh, hot during the day, I'll run the aircon around the clock even for, I know it's terrible, but live Completely one. different perspectives <clears throat> here. The idea is that we have advanced so far in human technology to be comfortable. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be not comfortable yeah, yeah. to add a fraction on top of my fucking power bill. Yeah, okay. You know, mm. that's like, and I understand like it, it is, and this is the thing. Like, I don't put it on fucking eighteen. I put it on twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. So it's so, livable. It's so, like optimal temperature. Yeah, you're, you're bringing like, it back to where it needs to be. You're not trying to get it cold in there. You're just trying to make it like, oh, I can fucking breathe in here. You yeah. know. But this idea of like, oh, I'm not gonna run the aircon because I'd rather be comfortable. I'd rather figure out how to make another fucking hundred dollars a month and be fucking comfortable. Yeah, bro, you're not wrong. Actually, you're dead ass. But go home, turn them both on. If it's hot, if I'm sitting in front of it, I'll turn it on for a bit until I get cold, and then I turn it off again. I'll yeah. Like give myself like a little spritz. I guess like yeah. Well, I don't know, like the Corolla, no aircon. Patrol, no aircon. You know, yeah. the Barada, the one I take like the work car, that's got aircon. Ooh. But it's got no heater. You'd have to wear a tie or something in there to feel like you fit in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, I could just. I've got a sunroof, so I just turn that on. My head's already slicked back, you know. Like, turn on the sunroof? Yeah, turn on the sunroof, bro. Can you, I want to change it from yellow to blue. There well, we it's, go. Got t- it's like tinted. So oh, I can yeah, just, yeah, like, true. just have it there, like the window, or I can let the breeze in as well. Yeah. I was trying to flex it to a mate. He's, like, oh, he's getting his car serviced, and he's like, can you take me to the toilet or come get me or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, yeah but of course. I'll come get you in the Verada. Yeah. He's bougie. And yeah. I went and picked him up. Really like, fucking oh. let him know. And he's like, yeah, cool. I'm like, yeah, man, leather seats, bro. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, check this out. <laughs> Eight seconds to open the cunt. And I'm like, pretty sweet, hey? And he's like, he's, he's rang out like pale skin and he just looked at his legs where the sun's hitting him. He looks at me and he's like, you want me to get fucking sunburned? <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, fuck it. Sorry, bro. Like, I closed the cunt up. <laughs> That's such a fucking weird thing, man. Like sunroofs and convertibles. 
Oh, dumb. The reality is they're fucked. They're you dumb. never open it. No, it's, you know? it's literally like, that's cool. And then most yeah. of them fucking leak or like you don't use them. And this is the thing, like, as soon as you're like, you get past the cool part, you're like, oh, so I have another like 1500 moving pieces in my roof for no reason. Yeah, just another electronic part to fuck out. Bro. And you know it's going to get stuck like a quarter of a fucking millimeter open and you're not going to be able to close it ever again. It's like, it's not even the, yeah, it's just the sound. It's yeah, just yeah. over a hundred. It's loud as fucking here now. Yeah, you're right. It come in here one time. It was good because I didn't have my, my passenger seat in and I was carpooling with the bloke who was sitting in the back. And we're going past one of the older boys that's always driving slow on the way home. Yeah. And he's like, pop, pop, like, pop the roof, bro, pop the roof. And yeah. We're out the back and he's come out and he's like giving him one of these. Yeah, and perfect. And quick one of those. Oh. Because you can't do that when the seat's there because it, like, it's too awkward. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that was the only time it's ever been handy to have a sunroof. Fuck. Hit yeah. him where it hurts, eh? Yeah, that, that one time, that one instance, so. Can you imagine me and him? Suck it, Casey. Dude. Even I felt that. I feel bad for Casey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the speed limit's 100 k. He goes home at 100 k. But still, like, give it a fucking bit of pump, bro. Yeah. Fuck. That's down the hill. Yeah. Just neutral and let it fucking figure well. itself well, he's, out. He's, he's like, I'm like, what are you even listening to? He's listening to fucking like, he's listening to ra- like BBC News talk radio. Yeah. I'm like, what's this cunt on about? But then I tuned in a bit and I was like, damn. Mm. I would I would enjoy this if I was going 10 k yeah, 10k's like, an hour faster. Even, I don't want to get home. Like, I want to know what happens next. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing that I like. Sometimes if I'm like, if I'm hooking at home. And like, I'm almost home and a banger comes on. And because I'm still experimenting with like what sounds great through the sub. Yeah. So like I'll have to do another <laughs> lap. Whereas if I just did the speed limit the whole time, I could have like got, got the song the after. Whole, the song through and yeah. not have to like do the extra lap around. So you, you did that fucking 18 year old thing and went and spent 12 grand on a subwoofer and a, and an amp to power it and shit or? Um, well, this was when I had the Verada. I, I bought the Verada for two grand. That yeah. was, it was just a work car. And I was like, well, Want, want a bit of doof because I've never had a bit of doof. I've, I've installed so many fucking subwoofers and speakers in mates cars and made them fit and it was just a headache but I never had one myself. Heartbreak. And I was like, it's my turn. So I bet I you did down. a good job of those cars too. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Tin snips and Not one. <laughs> just twist and tape but it was bad. Yeah. Didn't even know what a soldering iron was. I'm you pretty know. sure that and, and writing things down on papers for rich people, eh? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But and not even like finding the firewall either, like just like through the door <laughs> into the bonnet, like dude, bad, bro, it's fucking bad. <laughs> That's so good. Um, and then I went out, well, after I got the Verada, I was like, it's time to get a sub. So I went and spent the money. I think it, I think it ended up costing me like two and a half grand. So yeah. I got the double 12 inch Rockwells and the amp and then I got all the speakers and shit. Yeah. Went through it and then that was sick and that was great. And then I got the Corolla. Yeah. And I was like, well, now I've got to swap it over. And yeah. I, I did all that myself. I did the install. And because the Corolla is a 35-year-old car, yeah. like, to get the head unit out, there was two screws in the ashtray. And <laughs> yeah. The whole thing fell in my lap. Yeah, I was man. like, this is fucking wicked. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. I couldn't, like, you c- can't fault it. Just what year cars, is it? Uh, 1980. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, I, had a, I had a 97 Civic. Oh, yeah. Right. And that thing was like, I think it had four screws in the ashtray. Yeah, yeah see, there you, you go. Know? They're getting there. And now you have... 45 just to get over the plastic shroud. Bro, you got to buy a tool off eBay to get around. It's fucking rude. What the fuck is that? It's it's too hard. And then you look at the tool, you're like, surely I can make something like that. And you're like, nah, I can't. You're just a butter knife. Like, you grind down a butter knife nice and thin if you're trying to get head units out from it. I know, bro. I I never had the tool. Apparently, bro. Ask me how to roller skate. I don't know this (laughs) shit. eh? (laughs) (laughs) You can figure it out. Um, But yeah, but recently, um, over... Well, because I bought the Rockwells from Soundwave. Yeah. And when I went in to buy them from Soundwave, there was this massive fucking 19-inch Rockwell sub, which oh. is like this. It'd be like 20 kilos, 25 kilos of just doof. The daddy model. The daddy. Yeah. And it had been there for, he reckons he'd had it there for about a year. It's just been sitting there. And everyone asked a question, but no one wants to buy it. Yeah. 
Boxing Day comes around and he's he's gone live on Facebook and he's like, we're having a, like a massive clearance sale. Like things basically giving the shit away. And there was the sub there and he goes, and this, like, he's like, I'm sick of fucking, I'm sick of looking at it, you know? Yeah. He's like, I tell you what, anyone who comes in tomorrow on Boxing Day wearing an Australian band shirt, give it to you for 1500 bucks. Shit. And I was on night shift at the time and the bloke I was working with was watching the live stream and he's like, Gage, you should buy this. And I was like, that's silly rank what am I going to do with that yeah. and he's like probably buy the doors off your fucking car <laughs> yeah. and I was like you're right bro maybe I will and I didn't and I went to work boxing day night and then the day after so the 27th I guess we're at and he's posted again boxing day night and he's like no one came and got it, it yeah. it's like if you come tomorrow it's fucking yours and I was like well that's a sign let's go and I, I accidentally woke up hell early yeah and so I was up at like 10 10 o'clock 10.30 or something like that I can just see you in the mirror brushing your hair yep yeah. and no, the hardest part was trying to decide what shirt I wanted to wear down there because I had oh. a couple to choose from what were the options um, well I went to the short stack concert last year so that was definitely in the runnings which is that was tough bro. that's that's hard Heart rate made me a killer you know yeah that was good um, and then I had the like the vintage violent Soho shirt with oh, the, the yeah. Mac Running collab which I obviously Sick. went with that yeah but I had um, Smith Street Band um, a couple of others, I think, but like the violence one's just too tough to pass up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's an easy win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not gonna. Yeah, bro. One of the dudes that I, I, I love this dude that comes on um, my social skates. He's a real like unique sort of character. The same way, exactly the same sort of vibe with all the um, team building boys, but in his own way, you know. Mm. And the other day he was wearing, it was like the unicorn version of Care Bears, and it was essentially like <clears throat> either too small for him or a women's tee. <laughs> And like, it wasn't until I went to the skate, I looked at his top and I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing? And it's like, you, you, it, you're so undoubtedly you that I didn't even fucking notice it, yeah. you know, but it's got the short sleeves on it. Unapologetic, unapologetically characteristic. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, like the, the shorts, like the, sh- the women's sleeves. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. it's like, man, I, you look fucking cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's pulling it off. Yeah. He's pulling it off. Like, it's just something so fucking... And it's not even that it's badass or anything. It's just you just like... I don't even... Well, maybe I'm just getting older and I don't have the energy to judge people as much anymore. But I was just like, fuck, man. Like, I, like, I found a, a crop top in the women's section at the Salvos the other day. And I was like, I want to try this on for a laugh. And I put it on. I'm like, damn. This is, I could wear this to... Yeah. Fuck yeah. I wear this to GTM. This is yeah, sick. That's tough. And it, like when I put it on, I'm like, oh fuck, I actually look, look good. I look good, you I know. Look fucking good, bro. Turns out I'm fucking covered in tattoos. <laughs> What's the point of having another ink if you don't show it off? You yeah, know? man. Like women will get like that one tattoo down their cleavage and then never wear a shirt that's not. Bro, they'll get a nipple life. piercing and never wear a baggy thing again. Well, yeah, dead ass. But blokes will have full back pieces and you never see them in a short sleeve t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, and like I, I refuse to wear muscle tees and singlets. I'm like, I look like a fuckhead trying to show off my tattoos. Yeah, they're for muscles, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I got brains, not muscles, bro. Brains and a big dick, you know? What am I going to do? Well, it's not big. It, it's extra average, you know? Like, well, I've always got like, long and skinny. Yeah, we've had this conversation. Yeah. You're long and skinny and I'm like, fucking not a crushed Coke can, but like a crumpled Coke can, you know? <laughs> Just like fucking... Unbearably thick, you it's know like, what I mean? Like, <laughs> For me, not her. <laughs> <laughs> but the argument with Coach, like, why would you brag about... Like, why would you brag about having a long and skinny dick, bro? I'm, like, I'm not bragging, brother. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, like, man. What I got. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's fucking. I'm not going to lie. It's like a little whisper angel hair, a 2B pencil. Don't you wish? Yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> you fucking serious? Mm. But no I, I, no, I do have a couple muscles. I actually just started doing F45 last week, and I know, so I've got something, something going on just here, but I save, it, I save it for the weekends. Yeah, save it for GTM, bro. That's the big reveal. Oh. What's he growing under there, type of energy? 
Man, I'm 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 growing like a lot of a lot of sets with no weights energy. You know Ooh. what I mean? Ooh. I'm yeah, going like the useless sort of lean. Going for farmer strength without. Yeah. I'm just going for the stringy look. You know. Underweight, <laughs> <laughs> pale. Man, and then like it, you you laugh about it, and then fucking Pete Davidson's like, yeah, it works. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It just looks like pure shit, like he's dying but covered in tattoos. You're like, man, even I'd 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 probably fucking you know. You'd have to run through. Oh, if it was a Saturday night. Nice. Mm. Nice. Had the aircon on. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try effect? You just hope that Mister Whippy comes past in the morning, hey. <laughs> um. The fucking sub. I cut you off. Oh, <clears throat> lost my train of thought. Yeah, anyway, so, the, but it's just the sub. There's no sub box, nothing. So it's like, it, this is like step one of like a, like a, like a probably like a four or five step build, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not massive. So the other day I went in and bought the amp. Yeah. Um, they gave me a free towel. It's pretty cool. Well, they gave me a free amp. I just bought this really expensive towel. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, you had to use the towel as well. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky. Um, and then next, I'll have to get uh, like a Redux set up and then like a, like a massive caravan battery. Oh, so you've got to create a one-way street for your power so it doesn't yeah. drain the other one. Well, I got a little... It's a, like, it's a Corolla, bro. Like, my battery's like that big. If you unscrew the top of it, it's just a bunch of double A's all joined together. Probably. Oh, yeah. D- yeah, yeah, not even D-cells. <laughs> yeah, man. You can plug that into a remote-control car to work. Just about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I've got to finish... i got to do that. I've got to like custom build this box and then I've got to make sure that it fits in the Corolla. So I'll probably have to take, like, you know, backseat delete or take that out. Oh. And then I'll probably have to get Dakota to sponsor me because there's no way I'm not shattering glass. <laughs> yeah, man. That thing turned out like, windows down. Why don't we just replace open. the glass with our vents or something? <laughs> yeah. Just Venetian. That just would just be Venetian tough, and man. no glass. That would be fucking cool. That would be cool. Fucking but hell. Yeah, all the way up until someone stole my sub. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you just do like a, um, a more fucking sturdy Venetian, maybe like an aluminium Venetian, you know? Yeah. It'd have to, it'd have to be lightweight though because... um. You know, current, like power to weight. The power to weight's fucked as soon as you put the sub in there. Yeah. Well, if it had the back seats, you know, you're right. It is, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. One thing. What, at a which time. way does the sub have to face? Are you, are you gonna fa- you can't well, face it backwards, can you? It doesn't matter what way you face it. It's <laughs> yeah. 19 inches of sub woofer, bro. It doesn't fucking matter. The car's matter. falling apart. It doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't, yeah. It's like, you remember like, back in the days of exit when you like walked up to the sub there and would just stand in front of it? Yes. Yeah, yes. That, but in a car while you're moving at all times. That's fucking nuts. I remember I used to have a mate who would stand there and almost get like, uh, like, what is it when you're like meditative with it? Like, like in a, a trance. Like zombie, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Zombie on it. Man. But I'm, I wonder if he's okay now, you know? Probably can't hear, but you know. Bro, you okay? Huh? What? <laughs> That's the, like, and having the, the Apple Watch that like pings every time that you hit the, the sound barrier. Oh, really? It's got to the point now where like, I, when I'm in the car and the sub's playing, I want to feel the hairs on my arm stand up which yeah. I only do when it's max and I want to feel my nose tingle yeah. but I know it's really really bad for my ears terrible so I'm now at a point now like I want to go for a drive you know I want to play some bassy shit should I chuck in earplugs and I think about that too yeah. and I'm like well yeah and if I'm driving up, like, if I'm driving home from work or whatever I've got some in my pocket I'm slapping them in you know man putting in noise cancelling headphones would be the ultimate oh <laughs> yeah so, so you're <laughs> playing your like... shit loud so that you can't hear it as loud <laughs> it's, like, yeah. you're like, it's not for the down, sound bro. it's for the feel yeah I'm only right? in it for the vibrations Man. And that's what the bloke says to me when I bought the sub. And he goes, yeah, man, if you take this... Because he says there's only one other one of these subs in WA. Really? Yeah. And he's like, if you take, like, if you comp this, man, you, you're going to win. Yeah. And I was like, never even really thought about comping it. Goes, yeah. Why are you buying it, man? So I just really fucking hate my neighbours, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I do, I'm buying it for me. I need them to know who's boss. Me. Yeah. Because the kids across the road that did the skids, like, they've got, like, they've got, like, a, like a Civic, like, 
or something yeah. and they've like they've got the backyard jobby in there and that's always bumping yeah and then there's the bloke next to me he's got um, in the back of his navara he's got the same deal like little backyard jobby and then i got my backyard jobby yeah but mine's bigger and then it's you, you live around here eh? um over near the shops Kerry parkways that's wild neighbors bro that's fucking that's wild i was always so glad to come over because it's right here man that's like when when GTM is happening in Bunbury and you're like, oh, I don't have to go to a fucking hotel and then drive home tomorrow. Yeah, but also at the same time you're like, oh no, I live across the road from GTM. It's like who's like that's that's pre and post material, man. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm I'm half tempted to. Uh, I don't even want to say it on the podcast, you know. Move we, for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, even you remember? Did you come to the fucking um, Easter Sunday sesh last year? Negative. I don't think so, no. That was a ripper time. So I had shit for sale there and had artwork for sale and stuff at, at Lost Bills. Oh, yeah. And um, we got a fucking room at the Lord Forest. Yeah, just easier. Yeah, dude. Ripping hot ones in the middle of that was sick. Yeah. You just like, don't have to drive five kilometers. Yeah. You know, just like, I'm just going to go for a walk for half an hour. It's such a short 5K, but... It is a short 5K, especially you got a beam scooter under, under you. And the fact that they pushed that out so you get to the bird park, bro. Game changer. Revolutionary. Oh, when did they change that? Oh, a little while ago now. Because we looked at it the other night thinking, oh yeah, we'll, we'll rip home on the beam scooters and like the Kerry Park cutoff for here is like, it's that far that you would still have to get an Uber home. Yeah, I did it. I did it foolishly. I was like, oh, it's not that far. And I get it right half the way. So I got to the Big Swamp, which is pretty much the cutoff, like a block in from the Big Swamp. Yeah. Which is ironically where I lived before I bought my house. That yeah. would have been perfect back in the day. But um, yeah, and then it's still, it's still like a half hour, 40 minute walk to mine. Yeah, that's rough. So when you think about it, it's like three roads, you know? But that road in the middle, man, that thing goes forever. Down, yeah. down past the trots and shit. It's either um, it's either that will feel like it goes in three minutes or three 14 days, you yeah, know? Bro. That's why you always need to be repping a fucking pair of blades, G. I was, I was actually thinking just before we, like when you said, oh, it's this this amount on, on time, on foot. I'm like, it's about fucking a tenth of that on wheels. Yeah, yeah, on blades, bro. It's on fucking blades. crazy. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to roll a blade to school. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. And there was a big tree that was down at the bottom of the hill when I used to go, a big willow tree, and I used to grab onto it, a peppermint tree or whatever. I used to yeah. grab onto it because I didn't, uh, I didn't like want to break. Probably. Yeah. And yeah. Like, rollerblading is cool as fuck, bro. It's actually, it's fucking weird, man, because like I'm, oh, I had an interesting experience I'll tell you about in a second, but I'm really starting to understand that like I'm conveniently really good at something that it, it's cool. It's back in like fashion. Mm. Hasn't quite reached Bunbury yet. It's not quite cool in Bunbury, the rollerblading and roller skating scene. Still niche. I think, I really do think, if I keep doing what I'm doing with my social skating twice a week and this roller gem, uh, roller disco that I'm hosting 29th of April at South's Car Park, it's going to start at 4pm, come down, there's going to be food trucks, there's going to be a rink right in the middle of it, there's going to be skate hire, so if you don't have skates or blades, on the night you can just hire someone, go have some fun, be there. After that, we're going to see a real... Re- yeah, that was nuts, eh? Fucking, I practiced that one in the mirror, but so... <laughs> Right before I go to sleep and right when I wake up, not even lying. So just in case you fall into it organically, <clears throat> just like then. Man, yeah. Do you know how many times during a conversation that'll just pop up, and I need to have all the shit that's important, and I need to have it in three sentences. Yeah. And at the end of it, they're like, oh, "Fuck, all right, yeah, cool. Now yeah. I know. Nice. Give me your email address. I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll send you the pitch." But I think after that, skating's really going to be like you'll see a lot that, more people fashionably skating again. Yeah, yeah, which would be cool to see. And the last I said to you before, the problem that I have with it is like you can buy a skateboard for 20 bucks yeah. 50 bucks like depending on the quality of it yeah. but you get cheap ones cheap and it doesn't matter but when it comes to rollerblades you need them to fit your foot and when it comes like I've been I've looked 
hundreds of times. Yeah. yeah. Like the amount of money that it costs to repair rollerblades for something that's probably going to use maybe a couple of times a month, if that, it's mm. just not worth the cost at the minute. It's one of those hobbies, isn't it? It's like, I kind of want to go to the skate rink and then just not get my shoes back, you know? Yeah. I think, um, <clears throat> I think I'm, I'm at the moment, I don't know why, but all of a sudden it's kind of crept into my mind that I want to learn how to roller skate. I don't know how to roller skate. What do you mean? At all. I know how to roll a blade. Oh, so like inline Yeah, the quads. Blade is the quads. Yeah. Like skate is quads. I kind of want to... Um, so yeah, skate is quads. Blade is inline. So obviously like ex-professional speed skater. I was skating like every day of the school holidays for like fucking six years. No whiplash word for word. Bro, kidding me? Yeah. And some of the like... Even even like... I know all, this, all the like... I even did figure skating. You know, oh, yeah. like... I, I'm like very well versed on blades, but just nothing on skates. Yeah. And watching these dudes, like the scene they have in America for it, for like these dance crews that dance on roller skates, mm. it, uh, like I, I think it's one of those things that it's like, it's kind of like a dude who wants to become a makeup artist. You're like, I get it if that's what you're into, but it's just not my thing for most people. Yeah. This dancing on roller skates looks really fucking interesting to me. Yeah. And I think I can pull it off. Yeah. Fully. So I've started learning how to dance with this dude that I met at Fringe the other night. He's like holding these free dance coaching sessions out at Kumbana. Okay. So I went for the first time last night. It was all very new thoughts. I want to be I want to be good on quads for the roller disco, right? Okay, yeah. So Pick now cock. it's starting to be contextual, you Pick know? Cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the idea. I want to get influence, influencers involved in. I mean, heaven forbid we get a fucking trend going. Oh, I meant like, hurry up because, you know, like TikTok. Oh, TikTok, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the multimedia platforming network but you know that too it also obviously. it works advertising bro right so i went down to this thing last night and it's me and this other chick never met her before this dude i've met twice and like great dude yeah. for sure and then i like realized we're like two or three minutes away from from starting and i'm like oh cool um so there's some girls sitting over there there's a whole group of people sitting here um there's a young chick sitting here who's got these two kids and that and like i mean this because I realized that this is the most insecure point of my entire life. Oh, really? Because I'm about to learn. Like, I can't dance to save my life, bro. We can't, we're white, bro. We can't dance. It's, n- it's, not, it's not in our genes. I will unembarrassingly open up my YouTube history and it'll be how to crip walk, yeah. how to gabber 40 times. Yeah. I, I, I've, watched them, I've watched them so many times, can't do it, can't figure it out. I just, man, there's 23 million plays and it's like, I'm responsible for a quarter of them. Can't even know? like dust my shoe properly, man. I can't crip walk. Fucking oh, sucks. And the fucking like um like the sturdy dance. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I've tried to get sturdy a couple of times. I fall over. Right. I watched the tutorial and I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing. I you're don't. Low. Yeah. Okay. I'm six foot four, yeah, bro. Yeah. No, if you if your knee doesn't pop when you're going down, <laughs> yeah. you've already fucked it up. Yeah, you know man. Mean? But uh, I fucking try. I I like realize. Cool. I'm dead sober. It's a fucking Tuesday night, and I'm at Combiner Bay with 360 degrees of visibility of people yeah. seeing me. And I'm learning, uh, like, it's not African dance, but it's based off Afro beats, which is African music. Okay. And it's like, cool, this is, this is fucking horrifying. <laughs> and uh, I started doing it. And you know what's crazy? Like, I couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. I was talking to mum about it on the phone and I said, you know, I realized this as I was telling you, I said, you know what? It's kind of a rush. Yeah. It's weird, man, because you're just like, I know I can't do this. Do you think it was the dancing that did it for you or like just like being on the, in the spotlight? It's the fucking actively doing something that's uncomfortable for the first time. It's yeah, understanding right. that the first draft of anything is shit. Mm. Like if you're learning how to dance in a public setting, you have full license to not know how to dance. That's why you're there. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's more embarrassing when you go to do something cool in the middle of the dance floor at Fitzy's at one o'clock on a Saturday and you don't pull it off. <clears throat> yeah, especially if you hope yourself up heaps for it. Oh, man. Oof. 
so get the circle happening. yourself up for a base drop that you miss, bro. That's Razor Scooter to the ankle, man. That's like, that's that, toe on the coffee table shit. That hurts. Bro, that's your parents splitting up while you're overseas. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no. By the way, mum, it's a fucking joke. I'm kidding. Like, that's what happened, but it's all right. I've fucking dealt with it, you sure, know? it's not your fault, bro. No, it wasn't my fault. They stayed, stayed together for me. If anything, I fucking... I made it worse. No, <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, I... Um, I'm not going to dissect that on, on the podcast, but no. like, I definitely... That's the shit that's missing is like in today's society is people fucking realizing that their marriage isn't about them. Their relationship isn't about them. It's about creating enough uh, good values and morals between you so that when you bring the next generation into this world, you're passing on some valuable fucking info to work with, you know? And like, that's what my parents did for me. Up until I was 18, I was out of the house. I was a fucking professional athlete. Like, okay, he's figured it out. He's figured out enough. He can make decisions for himself. He's getting it Oh, pop it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So... I think that's like really commendable because they kept a stable relationship and household and environment and atmosphere right up until I'd gone to another country and was living in another country. And then they're like, but yeah. Fair enough. Did it for the kids. Yeah. yeah. The kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fucking good on them. Mm. Really? Yeah. But what is that? So back to the dancing. Cause I, I want to, <laughs> Yeah. This so, <laughs> isn't a counselling couch, yeah, bro. Just get back to the fucking story. Down. Um, <laughs> in my mind, I am. How long were you dancing there for? About an hour like, or so. Oh, no, like 45 minutes. Was it a class? Or was he just like, oh, coming down to the beach, bro? Like, I'll show yeah, you no, no. He's a, he teaches dancing. Okay. Yeah, and like he had a speaker there and like... Oh, yeah. I, I fully expressed my interest in joining something. He's like, well, I'm doing this thing. You should come down. Tell your friends. I put a post up on Black Ink. Yep. And um, yeah, he ended up yeah, we just went down there. And it wasn't until I got there and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know how to dance. Yeah. You know? And then especially when you're like, you're looking around like, oh, I know this person, that group of teenagers down there, I know they're fucking laughing at me. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird because when we were done, someone from that group, the whole time in the back of your mind, you're like, they're laughing, they're laughing, they're laughing. They're like, oi, get a look. You know, that's what you're saying to yourself. And one of these kids came up and he's like, this is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. Well, that's what you want to happen too. Like in your head, like the like when you, if you're not full of like social anxiety, like everyone's going to see it and everyone's going to want to join in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like complete opposite end. Well, that's what he was saying. Because I, I, he said at the end of the class, I want some feedback. I said, you know, I'm definitely going to come back and do this. Can we do it somewhere less public? He's like, nah, man, people will come and join us. Watch. Yeah. And I thought about it. While we we're doing it, two people did come and join us. Yeah, right. Like, it wasn't like full on, like it was just one old bloke going like, yeah, 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 yeah. Still getting in there, but. He was doing the thing, mm. you know? It's like, fuck, that's, imagine if there was six of us down there all dancing, you might have someone who's sitting in that group over there be like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to go. Yeah, well, you know, like, it's probably better that you do know someone. People like, you know, like brand recognition too. So that's the guy from Black King, I want to go dance with the guy from Black Yeah. King. If you find a lot of that. <clears throat> it's definitely, it'll, it gets weirder the longer time goes on. Yeah. The conversations, the, the interactions where like people, like I had a lady the other day at, um, I don't think she's old enough to constitute as a lady. I had a chick the other day come up to me <laughs> during F45. Yeah. And she's like, I fucking know where I recognize you from. You're Black Ink. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I sure am. I'm fucked at the moment. So just, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's funny because I know that in from her perspective in that moment, it'd be like, oh, you're the guy. Yeah. yeah I know who you are now. Bro, you're him. Yeah, it's like when you fucking, you're like, who is, it? it's Noel Brunning. He's on the fucking news, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Local I get- celebrity type of spec. Like, yeah. Without saying it. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't want to like- Blow smoke up your own ass. But yeah, I'm a fucking big deal well, in my like, room, you, who cares? People know you for Black Ink, they don't know you for 
like Jake Kerr. Yeah, that's you know right. What I mean? Yeah. And that's like, um, like when I say I'm, oh, I'm like doing this with Jake or like whatever with Jake. Yeah. It's not like with Jake. It's like oh, with like Jake from Black Ink. Like, yeah, yeah. It's always like it's the hand, like the hand. It's the same as Hedgehog Man. Like, you know what I mean? Like the handle comes like like the persona. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the character. Yeah. For sure. And like, after being on that podcast for that one episode, I, I didn't think that it was going to be like, oh, you know, like I'm no Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know? But um, there was one instance where I was at Froth having a beer with a couple of my mates and someone across the table was like, I watched your podcast. And I wow. And, and then all the boys went up. He's like, fucking Joe Rogan over here, boys. <laughs> that, no, yeah, no, that's me. classic. But, um, yeah, but not only did they, they saw it, they didn't know me, they recognized me and then they went out of the way to introduce themselves. And so that's nuts. Enjoyed it. Like, I like this specific bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then now even talking to people that are getting, I'm um, being introduced to through other people. It's like, this is Gage. And they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know who he is. He's like, oh, he's from Black Ink. Like he, you know, like, I'm sure you've seen his car. You that's I mean? fucking, um, I think you may have been the first person, because you've told me this, that people go like, oh, you, you, you're working with or working for or yeah. work. Yeah, like with Black Ink sort of thing. Black Ink by association. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm like, it's funny because I'm finding that people, this is this is like how much of a short attention span people really have, because like, I don't know, I, I technically look at things and go like, oh, that's, he's using him as an influencer sort of thing and the props that he has to market this particular thing. Yeah. But like people are just like, oh, Gage and Jake must be in business together now. Because they, they see the two, they see you're doing something for Black Ink, so you're now involved. And yeah. because I do so many things with so many different people, I hear that a lot of people now think that like I just keep grabbing people and pulling them into my business where it's like realistically, I'm just highlighting their business and my business at the same time. Yeah. It's cool. It's well, fucking I cool. I have no business. Oh yeah, but you fucking... It's been cool. That's it. Yeah, you're you're a local legend. You know, just a guy, just a I'm dude, just a guy. And I think that's important too. It's just a guy. Yeah. Anyone can do it. Mm. Yeah, it's a fucking. It's crazy how many people think they can't do it, and it's like, but you you got all the same stuff as me. Yeah, everyone's got an iPhone that can record. Yeah. That's what I was thinking after I finished the podcast. I was like, maybe I should do a podcast because a hundred times people have told me, man. Yeah. I've heard it. I get Theo Von references a lot. Yeah, you've got, you've definitely got that, like, you know how Theo Vaughn's got that dialogue that only makes sense to himself? Like, yeah. it only makes sense when he does it? Yeah. And it's like, you've definitely got that ability, like, you've got so many, like, inside references with yourself that can te- <laughs> that contextually work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, I've never heard that before, I'm sure you made it up, and I fucking completely understand straight away what Instantly, you mean. Yeah. yeah. But when you're like, like, you don't want to be reference to as another comic though you know what i mean like you want to be your own stand-up person oh yeah stylistically your own person but i can see you have that the same uniqueness yeah that theo has something that's always that's always um bold my piss man is when like um if i'm similar to someone and you know the best example i has was with ezra me and ezra Mm. just dropped a new track get around it oh Um, yeah it goes hard it does go hard um before i met him all my mates had met him and they loved him and they were like dude you and Ezra are so alike, bro. You're gonna love him. And yeah. That made me not want to like him. Yeah, you know true. What I mean? and I, but then I remember the, when we did finally meet. It was me and him and like ten other people around like a, a fire in the backyard. Yeah. And no one else could get a word in. Yeah, and true. We, just, we hit it up like that because we were so similar. But don't don't fucking tell me who and who not to like. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so true, man. That was like, and it, like it almost like I was committed to not liking him just because other people said that I would. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I know exactly what you mean. Have we ever been in the same situation, us three? Never been around each other, I don't think. 
Because, like, I definitely, like, I fucks with Ezra. I yeah. really like spending time with Ezra. He's a fucking good dude, man. He's just one of those dudes where, like, you can you can continuously have a conversation that turns from silly to real to silly to real, go off on a tangent, make up a story together. And his references, dude, are out of control. Like, he, you got to always be on with him like that. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's just quick. got that comic fucking... He's quick. Mm. Oh, I don't even think you realised. Listen out, this year, um, you were sitting around waiting for something to happen and you were like, oh, I'll do the rounds. And you called Ezra. I can't, I can't remember what he said now. He, he answered the phone. And he goes, oh, Jake, what's going on, bro? And you were like, not much, man. What are you up to? And I, fuck, I, I can't remember what he said. But you had a quick little chat, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, all right, cool, see you later. And then that was the end of the conversation. And then probably about 45 minutes later, you called me. And I said the exact same thing that he said. Yeah. And you didn't realize, but he realized. And that was like a thing that we had going. Oh, God You were damn. a part of, and you didn't even notice. That's fucking Because it cool. was, fuck Fuck man, it was like like a generic like a generic response, but just so unique that if you were paying attention, you would have picked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mad that I fucking can't remember now. That's hilarious because I fucking really would have appreciated that on the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know he did, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man, I love that. <laughs> I there's there's only one thing better than that, and that's when you do a joke just for you. Dude, I had this it like come up just the other day. Um, it was a, like a late night shift where I was at work. And um, it's pissing down with rain, and I had to rebuild a tankhead, so I've got like a bit of private time. Yeah. In the workshop, my offside, I went to go do a shit, and I'm like, all right, cool man, I'll be here. Had my music playing out loud. Phil Collins, Son of Man comes on. Great track. It's a great track. Timeless. And I, I had to get a bit monkey to it, man. And I, I guess I lost track of time. He's come back in, and I'm hunkered over on my hands and knees, <laughs> and banging on my chest, going like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why not? And he's, he's like, what the fuck? you doing man and I was like bro it's Phil Collins I'm going monkey you know yeah. what I mean he's like good fucking song and he's like are you recording I'm like no and he's <laughs> nah, just like so you just did that for you I'm like yeah dude and that <laughs> that's fucking like, brilliant doing, hey. there's, there's so many things I was, I've actually been looking forward to talk to you about this for a while that there's little things that I do to fuck with other people just for myself yeah bro like um, one of my greatest examples is when I um, I still write a shopping list yeah. on a piece of paper and whenever I write it down I write it deliberately wrong so like tuna, T-O-O-N-A. Broggly with two Gs. Chicken, titty-double-D-Y. Like cheese is chess. I read it and I know it. Onion, O-N-Y-U-N. Like it's retarded. Like it's bad. And you always got to leave it somewhere in the trolley. Well, when I with my shopping trolley, I scrunch up, I put it in the trolley. And I hope, like there's an off chance that someone sees it, grabs it, picks it up and just thinks, what the fuck? Yeah. And I do that. I do it for me and I do it for them. Oh, and you never know. That's the beauty of it, man. It's a gift. Yeah, that's like that's like just dropping fifty out of your wallet and just going, it's gone. Well, you know, yeah. Someone's gonna have a great day now. Well, I, I just hope that someone does. Like, oh. I'm sure that someone's picked it up. And like, what fucking, you know, brickheaded fuck is shopping? No, together. that's the be- that's the best thing. Like, it's funny if someone picks it up and was like, get a fucking load of this. Yeah, it's yeah. even better if some old person is like, this is what's wrong with the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, there's no bad outcome for that. Yeah, that's why I love doing it. Bitch, get off your high fucking broggly, would you? <laughs> <laughs> your broggly. Oh, another thing that I do... <laughs> Broglie's great. <laughs> another one is whenever I go to the toilet, in the, whenever I'm in a urinal or a trough, I always take the middle one. Yeah. Because it's like, a, like, it's like, I don't know why, it just fakes guys out. And I started doing it with just like my friends, like Pez and stuff, but now I just do it all the time. I just instinctively always go middle. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's, <laughs> especially if it's empty. Um, Everyone else is an NPC, eh? Yeah, man, because they'll come in and they'll either wait for you to finish yeah. or they'll go to a stall. It's seldom that they ever come in next to you. Yeah. There's one time I remember I'd done it and <laughs> this guy would have been like 6'4", bro, built like a brick shit house. He was massive. Yeah. I'm in the middle 
he's like brushed me with his lap as he's come in <laughs> to the, and the urine it was just not a trough like he was massive bro this was a big guy and he's reached into his pants to pull out his fucking guinea pig cock <laughs> yeah. he's called my bluff I, like, I panicked man I didn't I put my dick back in my pants didn't finish pissing like legitimately <laughs> squirted and then I left I, I went home I was like fuck he wins <laughs> oh, I was just waiting for you to be like I know it's skinny but it's really long yeah. <laughs> no not a word was said I just like I was like no I lose that's it I'm oh that's fucking brilliant but that's the only time I folded bro but I folded so quick man you want to have that Jack Russell mentality like you're fucking right <laughs> you, you got me all shy now <laughs> oh god damn you know he can't even like wrap his full fingers around it you yeah, know what I mean pig, bro. Yeah. Like, two hands on that this fucking that was, that was fucking hilarious that's awesome. And even as I'm leaving, like I've just pissed myself. Basically, I'm <laughs> yeah. still laughing. Like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's like good on him. I wanted to shake his hand, but they were both busy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And then, and then when you do get the handshake, and you're like, it's almost wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but it's like, is there a grime it's on like your clammy hand? Clammy or something. Yeah, 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 bro. Fuck that guy. That's awesome. I love that shit. I love, I love the like feeling of inadequacy you get when you don't suss out those last like. You think it's like three drops. You're like, it was the last quarter of my piss. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but that's like um, like people that just pull their dick out. You got a dick and balls. It has to be dick and balls. Yeah. Otherwise it pinches and then you drop some. It's funny. I've only like kind of got that technique down in the past, like probably probably like two years. Ever since owning a business, actually, it kind of coincided with that because it was like around the time we're living in a caravan. But like one day I figured out, I'm like, oh, you can kind of like just push push your uh, you know, your tidy whities down with your, with your spare three fingers sort of thing mm. and create that like, nice friction free nothing pressing up against that pipe work yeah so you can get all that but if you don't do that shit's a joke man there's like literally half a piss left in there yeah i think your your urethra actually does like a spiral inside of you and then goes to your bladder you know what i mean so that way if you do have a little bit of a kink in the pipe work all the shit that's left in the spiral half the piss then comes out but it just oozes out you come out with so much force to start with and then yeah it just drips yeah and it's just like oh fuck you're like, bro, yeah, you I was doing so well. Like, that 20 years, I haven't pissed my pants. <laughs> fucking start again. Yeah. Yeah, so now I've got to really concentrate on it. And the fuck part is, is like, it's never enough to like, breach to your pants. It's just enough to let you know, you're like, I've got heaps of piss it's in my just underwear. Just enough so when you take them off at night, you get that piss pong. Oh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but that's that's growing up, you know. That's what that's what turning thirty actually is. You like lose your metabolism and piss your pants more. Well, often. it's funny that you like waited till thirty to finally figure out how to piss because you probably only get like another 20, 30 years to be able to utilize it, mm. and then it'll just be, you know, in the bag, in the catheter, whatever. That also has its pros. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, oh, you know, I'd, I hate to end up with a bag. I'd hate to fucking, you know, lose my my voice box to cancer, whatever. It's like yeah, everything comes with it. You know, one door opens, one door closes. Yeah, I mean, if you lose your like, you get one of those fucking larynxes then you can sing all the dubstep songs perfect true true word for word yeah and you can do the intro to transformers yeah the outro that's actually pretty tough i'm not familiar with the outro um where optimus prime sends the call out to all the autobots oh oh powerful bro powerful stuff that is yeah that's first date material wild i fuck with transformers so fucking hard bro transformers is funny because it really is like a Oh, actually, no, I heard a good one yesterday about like, you know, every kid's into garbage trucks. Like yeah. every little, not every kid, every little boy loves garbage trucks. Yeah. And like the way to tell if they're autistic is if they're into trains. Like yeah. typically autistic. And like, I don't right. mean that in a derogatory way. Just, it's like They just love trains, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something about a transformer that speaks to that garbage truck train mentality where you're just like, wait, it's a fucking, it's one thing. And then it changes into a full like robot. And it's yeah. like, yeah, bro. It's both. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's both one and the other, depending on how it feels at the time. <laughs> we used to have, like, if you, were a, if you were a Transformer, what would your name be? And what would be your special power? Mm. And it's a pretty big one to spring on you right now, but... Oh, Bazooka Jake, for sure. Yeah. And, um... What, what, oh, what's your power? I thought yeah. it was like, what car would you be? Or what, what piece of transport? What would my power be? Oh, bro, that's, I'd probably, i just, just um, like have heaps of like witty remarks. Yeah, yeah. just quips. I'd be huge, but fuck, I'd be funny, bro. <laughs> like dog shit in a fight. Oh, yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for fighting, bro. Just the commentator. I might be the commentator. The commentator. Yeah, dude. Bazooka Jack, the commentator. I just have a really unique um, way of opening the fights. You know, it's like a similar to Get Ready to Rumble or Are You Ready, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like I would have my own one of those, but it'd be funny, bro. It'd be funny. It'd be powerful, and then at the end you'd have a giggle. Yeah. Yeah. What would yours be? Transmissionary. Brilliant. Special power would be free drinks on ladies night. Free drinks on ladies night, bro. I didn't realize we were fucking. Well, bro. That's nuts. I'm just, well, you know, get it where you can get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you do, get it, get it properly too. I hate, that's a thing, man. I've found, um, this is a bit of a segue, but I found like um, lately I've been really like adapt to opportunities. Mm. Like I'm trying to be more aware of opportunities as they come up. And then when you get these opportunities, like fully do them. Like fully, don't just like, oh, I got, I got given this fucking, this golden egg from God. Now I'm going to like not eat it, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's like the dancing thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's literally in my goals that I wrote down a month ago now yeah. for this year. It's like, I want to learn how to dance. You meet the guy at the Fringe Festival. Even getting to the Fringe Festival was this whole fucking journey of like, I was going to go there. And then by the time I got there, it was like fucking on the opening night because I saw, you know, Jason, the mayor was down there. I thought, oh, there's someone that I can go say hello to. And I'm sure I know other people there. So I go there by myself. Yeah. I get out the front. I bitch out. You know what I mean? I can't go in there by myself. No, bro. The fuck? And like, this is, I mean everyone sees that you know the podcast and all the shit that i do and all that so you'd think that that would be not a big deal it's a fucking huge deal i'm still just a person you know yeah, yeah. so i like didn't go and just instead ran a clinic through town doing wheelies letting everyone know what's up and then was on my way home and i like see these posters on the ground and these business cards what like, the fuck so i look at the poster it's for the multicultural festival i'm like oh interesting i'm doing some poster design so i like spent some time looking at that and like as i said i looked around i'm like there's all these business cards on the ground so i look at them and they're fringe drink cards yeah and there's four free drinks per card i'm like there's like fucking a hundred thousand dollars worth of free drinks on the ground here yeah so i collect them all up i called joe o'day who runs the fucking fringe she also runs a multicultural festival Mm -hmm. i had around here to get her advice on what i should do with the roller jam what direction i should take it because she's an events organizer so i like called i'm like hey it's jake from black ink she's like who roller jam she goes oh jake how are you i said i've got all these posters and and cards she's like really we have no idea where they fucking went. I had them on the top of my car and they've blown off. Oh, you're joking. Bring them back. Yeah. So as a crow flies, I'm about 700 meters away. So I ride back and end up fucking meeting her at the front. I'm asking her all these questions and she's like, let's just go for a tour around. You know, questions to do with event sort of stuff. Yeah. She goes, oh, you know, that person made that. Here's how this works. Here's how that. Rah, rah, rah. And then while I'm there, I end up running into this this dude i went to speak to nosh boy the dj and there's this bloke out the front of the the decks and he's talking so i get talking to him and he's like yeah i'm a dancer and i said oh i'm a skater i guess he goes oh i've wanted to learn how to skate i said i wanted to learn how to dance perfect perfect Mm. so then he goes uh the conversation continues online the next day and he's like look i'm going to be doing this at this time tuesday seven o'clock come down and join in and it's like okay go do it just say yes rock up then when you rock up realize how fucking scared you are of doing it don't let that be a reason to not fully give yourself to this experience 
Don't half do this now that you're here. You've actually done the hard part. You found the plug. You're doing the thing. Yeah. You're now here. Don't just kind of sway around. Like, put your fucking soul into it. Yeah, it's like yeah. no one's watching. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I just feel like a lot of people, a lot of people, um, well, people say to me in general, like, obviously, I do a lot. I've got a lot of shit going on. I don't let a fucking opportunity go past me. That's all it is. I'm not out there looking for shit. Even the roller disco. Someone came to me with the bare bones of it and said, you should do this. And I yeah. was like, fuck, you know what? Just falls in your lap, eh? But that's for only from being so productive, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're always flat tack. The more productive you are, the luckier you get. The more opportunity shows yeah. up, you know? Yeah, it's like when you're a millionaire, that's when everything becomes free sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a very similar fucking... Is that a paradox? Or more... I don't know. More of an analogy, not, not I think. A, not a paradox. No, paradox is when it's a... It's the like, other way around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nah. <clears throat> Ultimate impossible would be a paradox, whereas that would be something different. Mm. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not good with analogies. Mm. Mm. Dude, that actually, sorry to cut you off, but that is another thing that I love doing is I love deliberately getting like, like normal sayings and stuff wrong on purpose just to see how people react. Yeah, it's great. Like if you trick someone, oh man, they fell for it, hook, line and sphincter. <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Two birds will both get stoned. Yeah. Like anything that you can deliberately fuck up to piss someone off, yeah. I'm all about it. That's, um, and watch them implode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I watch, see if they pick up and then if they say something and mm. then like stand your fucking ground, like be ignorant. But, oh, yeah. um, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Oh, I made it to 30 getting it wrong this whole time. Yeah. I don't fucking, like, well, you're the first person oh. to tell me that I'm wrong in Bro, 30 years. You I, idiot. I got done the other day with someone doing this to me. Oh yeah. Larissa told me that I've been pronouncing the word plat wrong. The word what? Plat? Plat. plat when you plat your hair. So that's plate. Bro, she didn't tell me how it was pronounced. She just said that and left it. And I was like, haha, you're not going to get me. Oh, no, Bro, she, saw, she sowed a seed, sown a seed into my mind that fucking undid me for a couple of days until I Googled how it's pronounced. And I was like, oh, she fucking got me. So you were right the whole thought. How else would you pronounce it? I don't know. Oh, dude. She That's the so thing. She's fucking good. Yeah, man. Dude. She She's like, oh, do you know how, how it's actually said? I'm like, nah. And then she goes, figure it out. You know, like, <laughs> she didn't say that, but she said it with the way she dealt with it. That's diabolical. The part that fucking hurts me the most is I know that she didn't even mean to set it up that well. Yeah. She just coincidentally fell into it. Yeah. You know what happened. I mean? And then that's three days of your life gone. Bro, you and me are like artists when it comes to this shit. And she's just like accidentally like fucking stung me. Like instant semi-pro. God damn it. But yeah, fucking kudos to her. Yeah, that's tough. You know, apparently I got to make dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> you lost the pants bro nah she's um Riz is funny as fuck mm. funny she is funny as fuck she's like she's rare man chicks normally aren't that funny but she just like gets silly yeah, with it I'm glad that you said that like women funny and like actually that's like, such a like a distinction too where someone's like oh like funny for a girl sounds like such like a misogynist thing to say but mm. funny for a girl is a massive compliment it's huge like, even if you don't even mean that into it it's like oh she's just funny like not even girl funny like they're just funny yeah that's massive yeah she's got the fucking she's just got it and like I think, actually, I heard a really interesting theory. I didn't, it's okay, yeah, I'll rewind. I, someone told me about how they perceived something they heard on a podcast. Okay. The podcast was Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And then I went and listened to the podcast and then realized what part of it they were talking about and then kind of took what they said and what Jordan Peterson said on the podcast. And like, it kind of clicked a whole bunch of stuff because they kind of expanded on it. So if you listen, I'm only saying that because if you listen to the Jordan Peterson podcast and you'll appreciate that I'm kind of one paraphrasing and two building a bit on top of it. Uh But he basically said like women in general nowadays don't really ever have good relationships with men Mm. because men have this tendency. And I know this is true because I've, I've up until this relationship 
am very guilty of this. You replace confidence with like almost um, perceived competence. And instead of controlling situations, you have more of a tendency to subconsciously try and control your situation, which in, in, in real terms is like controlling her. I'm not saying that I controlled women, but I definitely had a weakness that was like, I would almost have them believe that I could do everything that needed to be done so that I was the powerful one in the house. It was like yeah. a power play oh, sort of thing. I can fix that. Like, I yeah. can do this. Like, that's easy. Yeah, and I it's like, look at it. now I have a, I, I want to believe that I have a confidence that if something goes wrong, I can fix that problem. You know? Yeah. No matter what happens, I've got it. It's all good. And I don't know everything, but I know enough about problem solving in myself that whatever comes up, I can address that and I can probably get us out of that. Mm. And it's funny because that relationship that women have, and I completely understand how that happens over and over. Like you can have five boyfriends between 16 and 30 and all of them just be dropkick after dropkick after dropkick because all these guys nowadays are coming from broken homes. They don't have good father figures. They don't understand what, what's valuable and what's important and what they should be doing and when they should be walking away and when they should be helping and not don't give yourself up straight away sort of thing. But the idea here is that women have this bad relationship all the time and then they get pregnant and they have a son and then they coddle that son and they try and like, you know, this is my man. I'm trying to, not my man, but this is the man in my life that he's going to be the man of my dreams that I can have a good relationship with and they get coddled and they get babied and they get protected from the world. And then that son ends up having like, uh, uh, what do you call it? When you're not rebut, when you, um, revolt against your parents sort of thing. And then this, this thing kind of replicates itself and then you've got men out in the world that are creating these terrible situations with women because they had a weird relationship with their mother because their mother was trying to recover from the relationships they had with the people in their past. Mummy issues, making daddy issues, making mummy issues. Like a fucking... And it's like the snake eats its tail. Yeah. And it's funny because that helps me understand the relationships that I had a bit better Mm -hmm. and it also like helps me understand the relationship that I have with myself a bit better because it's like, oh, I was definitely like... Because you like this is the thing. I didn't come from a broken family. I don't have like I feel like I've got fairly good uh, like values and and like character assets and traits. Mm. But at the same time, like I still had to go through a massive learning process of like, a there's not a power play in a relationship. The idea is that you're doing something together. Yeah. You know, it's not you doing something and them tagging along. It's you doing that. And I still struggle with that today. Mm. You know, so it's, it's such a it's almost like a relief to know that A, that's human and B, that's happening on it. It's a relief for me personally. It's horrible for the world, but it's happening on such a mass scale that it's like you can almost give yourself a little bit of a like, you're a piece of shit, but everyone's a piece it's of like, shit. Yeah, it's okay because everyone's doing it. It's part of a bigger thing that you actually kind of got pulled into and you're just kind of being reactionary to it now. I guess so. Mm. But um, I guess so, but it's, it's taken you 30 years to realize that as well. That's the whole thing though. Like everyone's born with no information. It's not your job to know all this shit when you're young and live a perfect life. The mm-hmm. idea is to keep on growing and learning and to be like, I had this uh, yesterday with Riz, you know, like we had a bit of a, a budding, budding of heads and she told me a truth about myself that in the moment I really didn't want to hear and I wanted to fight back and say, that's not true. Rah, rah, rah. And I thought about it. I'm like, she's fucking right. Like I'm horrible at this thing. And then it makes you even angrier. Like the self-realization that you're wrong as well on top of being insulted like that. Mm. But dude, dude it's that's the cheat code to life is realizing that she gave you to the gave you the answer to a question that you didn't realize you needed to be asking and now you've got it Mm. so just don't be emotionally attached to the piece of information change progress move on get better you know you're gonna have more problems pop up don't let that one pop up again yeah you know 
that's powerful, bro. That is. If you stuff. if you can be porous to your environment and learn these things in real time and change your life and change your character to better suit the life that you're going to live, what the fuck other option is there once you realize you can do that? Dude, like if you can't take in criticisms, then you know what I mean? Because like, no one's perfect at everything, but if you can't take criticisms, then that's your biggest flaw. It doesn't matter how bad you do anything. If you yeah. can't take criticism, then that's your biggest flaw. Yeah. No matter what <clears> else you're doing. Yeah, I mean, there's no growth without without some sort of criticism well yeah because there's always like that yeah that's good but or like yes and or like you need to be doing this instead of that like and that like across the board with fucking anything yeah you need yeah. to be able to be like okay cool and then learn from that i think also like sometimes you think well even like look at relationships man it's kind of interesting you know the first six weeks you're like you're taking off you're pulling sick days and you're you're doing you spend every minute together anything that you can to spend as much time with that person every night Every like, night, yeah, yeah, bro, and just like, bro, it's it's crazy. You like, you find shit out. You're like, I didn't know I could have sex like six times in fucking twelve hours, but I can. You I know, know that I can't. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. I don't know that much about. Sometimes myself, you learn that, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, you have that, and then like the glue's really sticky at that point, really yeah. sticky. And then all of a sudden, at three months, you're like, oh, I got to fucking, we got to get back to normal routine. And six months, maybe you move in together, and then two years down the track, you're just working eight to ten hour jobs you see your workmates more than you see them and then you start experiencing uh this isn't just my experience is what i this is my experience and what i've witnessed with other people as well but it's like all of a sudden you're like oh this person isn't who i thought they were it's like yeah because you're growing in different directions yeah and you're expecting this unrealistic like you're you're expecting what you had at the start like i was so in love it's like yeah everyone's hell in love at the start some people hold it forever bro I think some people exercise it forever. I, I think, think that's what it yeah, is. They always put in the effort because they always get the same back. But you know, like one day when they want to be playful and you're trying to be serious, and that, like that's that's the first strike, you know, and then that's where the first fracture comes. Some people never have that. Some yeah. people can always just turn it back on. I think, I think, like I know, <clears throat> I even had it today. You know, I was in the middle of doing some shit, and like one thing you don't ever do with an artist, which I consider myself in these moments, is interrupt them. And I got hit with like, "Oh, what do you want to have for dinner?" And it's just like, "Are you fucking serious?" I'm trying to build an empire, <laughs> you know? And like, I, I, I'm, I mean that in a joking way, but I mean it in the, the same, same way as well. Like, you need to take it seriously like you are building an empire because you, you know, it's business. Right? Uh, yeah. But do you know what's more important than building an empire? Is making sure that the concrete it's built on is hard. Yeah, it's all about the foundation. So, what are the options for dinner? Let's go, okay. Would you want some healthy? Like, that's what you have to do. That's being in love. Being in love is putting the and like I'm not good I'm not great at this I'm not good at this I exercise it I practice it I'm trying to be a good partner I'm trying to be good in love or but the idea is like you say some people like never lose it I think you get to a point where some people are just like nah I fucks with this person so I'm gonna do what it takes to make this work mm. and that doesn't mean like people think when you say like I'm gonna do what it takes to make it work it's like oh, we're gonna we're gonna get through any fight that we have or it's like no no no. I'm going to get through every moment that I have with this person. Mm. I'm going to make sure that it's as positive as possible. That when she's telling me shit I don't want to hear, I don't just yell back at her. I go like, okay, mm-hmm. Just take it. Yeah, even if even if you're not right, even if you're not correct right now, I'll listen to you and I'll think about it and I'll process it. And more importantly, if you are right, I'll make the change, you know? Yeah. Because like, we're all just a big block of concrete yet to be fucking sculpted away to the final product. You know? in the stone, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I suppose that's like that's a good angle to have, but um, I don't, I'm probably not there yet, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, like, I'm having fun at the minute, like, I'm, I'm I'm having fun being selfish. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm mm. having fun picking fights. Yeah, man. Like, and I'm fucking good at it. Like some like 
but quick with a quip bro like I'm quick with a fucking insult as well yeah and like the, <clears throat> one of the things that I've found that I'm really fucking good at is I'm able to identify someone's insecurity and then I'm yep. able to exploit it about them as a joke yeah you know what I mean so that's no, brilliant so it's like it's a it's like it's like hook line and sphincter man like they all bait and switch it's like boom found the insecurity attacked it and now we're laughing yeah and when, but when you're mad at someone and they're doing that oh, oh bro bro you like looking around for shit you can hit them with yeah there's a keyboard over there I had um, one of the old ladies up the road from my house um, like a couple of days or a couple of weeks after I broke up with my ex-girlfriend was walking past and I was at the front cutting down a tree and she's like what's going on oh, how are you blah, blah, blah. and I'm like hey how are you and she's like, oh, like what were you and old mate arguing about the other day yeah. and she's like she's like 50 minutes away hell yeah and we were inside and yeah. the doors were closed and cool. I was like oof you heard that huh yeah. she's like yeah what happened I was like told her I didn't love her anymore <laughs> yeah yeah that'll Ooh, that'll do it yeah, bro, that will do it. Yeah, but if I knew I had an audience, bro, I would have said more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. It's so funny. Like, you know, you probably have grown out of this as I've grown out of it. I know a few people who are around our age and haven't grown out of it. But as a pup, you definitely have that, like, I've got an audience, so I'm going to add a little bit of... Bit of flair. A little bit of... There's no drama in not... There's no theatre in not giving it a bit of fucking spice. Yeah, I just know? love making people laugh. Yeah, true. Even now, I just love having an audience. Yeah. And that's like this. Like the first time I asked to be on the podcast, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I love monologuing and I love talking about myself. Like let's do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a trifecta. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe I'm not where you are, like with the whole like audience, because I still love to showboat. I love. Oh no, uh, Riz is home. She's poked her head around the corner and the doors locked. She's she's just gonna sit outside until we're done now. That's fucking true love, bro. That is love, bro. Yeah. No, 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 I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to interrupt. Making an empire. You're in there making a fucking yeah. empire. <laughs> don't let me interrupt the empire building. Yeah, it's okay. Be like a bit oh, of... hey, Mr. Empire. How are we? Oh, yes, sir. No, sir. Empire more, sir. <laughs> Dictatorship my ass, bro. That's the oh, sort of Caesar shit. over here. Bro, that's the sort of shit she would do to me, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> To. There is nothing better than being pulled apart by someone that you can literally kill with your bare hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm talking about there. Like the insecurity, like attacks it, and then as a joke, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Empire. Man, man, it's it's fucking brilliant. I should I should just like definitely clarify. Like I I don't have any violent tendencies toward. But bro, you know I had to fucking delete the podcast I did with Ezra because I made a joke about bashing Riz. Oh really? Yeah, bro. So it's gone. Yeah, I listened back to it not long after I posted it, and I was like, "Oh my god, he didn't laugh at it, so it's not funny." It just sounds like <laughs> it sounds like I'm it's violent. A for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. premeditated right there, bro. That. Oh. So just let this is a disclaimer, and I, Riz will back this up. I don't. What am I even saying right now? I don't hit women. You know you what I mean? Delete, you have to let this one now too, man. Yeah. Don't even post it. No, I'll just. I'll, yeah, we'll just put a big block. No, I'll still post it, but just this bit here, I'll just put a continuous like. Long yeah, so it's got me being serious, and then you like, just ad lib it instead. Oh, like, so your voice audio, and and this part here, uh, we're just talking about something so silly and funny that you guys probably wouldn't get. But oh, if you were there in the moment, you totally would. Hee hee ha ha ha. Anyway, and then just go straight back into like raw footage from here. You know Man. what I mean? I re- I should dub it with um an Asian voice. Oh. That's even because oh no, I can't. Eat. That's fucking. That's racist, bro. You bro, can't do that. I'm racist. Just find fuck. like an old ad, like the VB ad, old VB ad, the music and everything. Oh. Just run it straight through. That's perfect. Something like that. That is perfect. Oh. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm looking forward to um, like if the show's ever sponsored, that'd be sick. Yeah, exactly. that would be pretty cool. Even looking at um, the calendar that you gave me, I've seen like, uh, not sponsored, but um, whatever it said with, and then you had all your yeah. and stuff. You bit like that's that's a fucking good start, you know. It's cool to see. It's interesting because like that, so that was dynamic, um, windscreen and tint, 
Century Batteries, Blake Hotel, Zephyr, Biggie Burgers, Mick Waters, and du- Direct Warehousing and Logistics from Queensland. Mm. It's a business from Queensland. Oh, wow, that's cool. But yeah, they um, so they all sponsored it. And the structure of that was when I had the coffee van that mm. had three doors on the back. One of those doors, I had six advertising positions on that I would change every six months for 500 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. So it's like you had fucking three grand arrive every six months yeah, just, just for, nothing. For, for nothing, essentially. For not being able to see out your rear window. But... The, the like this is one of those things where like you know we look at it like, oh, it's for fucking nothing that car drove around Monday to Friday guaranteed between 6am and 12pm mm. all all through Bunbury yeah. and also it's not just the <clears throat> and this is the thing it's the it's the marketing plus right so yeah everyone sees it while you're driving around you got that brand recognition brand recognition but you get to know me personally and you're like yeah I support Jake I fuck with Jake I buy, I buy coffee two three times a week off Jake I and it's not that I'm doing it just for the coffee it's I'm doing it to support this young bloke doing yeah. this thing yep. you as a business who sponsors the van is actually someone who is showing everyone else I support this young bloke yeah you know so it's quite a and like the, I find like that way of interpreting it is what like even with my roller jam now I'm not getting companies to sponsor the roller jam i'm getting you to sponsor my faith yeah yeah you know which is way more important anyway it is it is it's like it builds the stock obviously in the brand in the long term but it's really adding stock into my portfolio because it's like i want to prove to these businesses if they're giving me thousands of dollars i want to build the best possible product for the for the consumer Mm -hmm. for the sponsor and obviously for the community yeah you know so it's like a when you go in there like i I used to go into those people that would sponsor the coffee van and be like oh do you want to you want to spend another 500 bucks for another six months and be like yeah of course yeah these people here like i walk in with my pitch and be like i'm running the coolest event that's going to happen this year right yeah, yeah. people are going to go to my event and then gtm and be like fuck the roller jam was pretty lit huh yeah yeah like i i've got that faith and confidence in myself and now i'm selling that it's like i know that i got 50 of those calendars printed there's now 40 calendars out there with your name hanging on the bottom of every month it, like it becomes it's the same it's the same principle as like everything that comes through when you're a millionaire it's like once yeah. you've made it people are asking to sponsor you when before you were asking that's right you're asking for it and now you're getting offered it you know yeah 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 and that's interesting you have to like materialize that in every in every aspect and know that like all the bullshit that no one wants to do with small business like all the really like especially the interpersonal relationships the like I said with that job today you know it wasn't quite right so I had to do it again that cost me money yeah and the same with the sticker yesterday and yeah yeah yeah. I have to redo it I have to I have to do all that day one shit I have to do all the small business shit before I can be big business you know yeah and it's like it's kind of funny now that now it's kind of cool doing an event that's you know my budget is 50 grand Mm -hmm. so I've got to go find fifty thousand dollars and I've got these runs on the board where I had already found sponsorship for my coffee van. Then I found sponsorship for these calendars. I made a that um, fishing jersey out there, the blue one. Yep. That's got six names on it as well. So like I made that collab piece with all the fucking different businesses on the back and it looks like a sponsored fishing polo. Yep. So it's like, this, isn't it? yeah. And yeah. now you come to like this and it's like 50 grand is a lot more than I've ever gone for, but I've got those runs. I already know like, okay, I kind of get how this works and I have a conversation goes. You do it small scale. Yeah. Learn how to do a big scale. That's right. That's right. You just get more zeros on the end. Yeah. Hopefully. And then start drinking Sandpell. I'm already at the Sandpell stage, Fuck bro. Fuck off. You're at Sandpell, bro. If there's not seven figures in that bank account, you're just a poser. And nah. Sandpell isn't a fucking... It's not an economic status. It's a, it's a mind state, you know? Nah, it's definitely a status, bro. It's definitely... Because it's like... A, a, you know, like it's always the wankiest people you see drinking Sandpell. True. And not like wanky, and like you know, like, you know they got money. Like it's a Gucci bag. So wanky in a dorky way. Yeah, you it's know? like it's a weird way. Like 
Find a better way to flex your money. I fucking hate it when you see someone with a uh, with a with a fucking brand name shit on, or they have like the brand name shits on, you know. So it's like Tommy, Gucci, rah rah, and it's like yeah. you look fucking stupid. Well, I've never liked like I, like some of it's drip, bro. Don't don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I don't fuck with a lot. Like, I think a lot of it looks pretty mid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's very mid. That's exactly what it is. You no, know, but and people are just buying, and it's literally like they're buying it for the brand. It's brand recognition. But if people were spending that much money on something like that, then surely you could have fifty dollars for a Black Ink T-shirt. Check the website now. Blackink.com.au with an X instead of an A. That's a plug. Um, but like, but if I was the like, I would feel bad. And like, surely they think it doesn't look that great. But they're like, oh fuck it, it'll sell. But like, make it look more appealing. Well, if you're gonna spend like two hundred and fifty dollars on the tracksuit top from Gucci, mm. wouldn't you get the complete velvet tracksuit from Adidas instead? Well, yeah, or no, I'm not. I don't fuck with Adidas, bro. Oh yeah, you know, PP. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, but I feel, I feel, I feel like such a dickhead. Like, look at my shirt, bro. I'm here talking about how designers mid. I'm wearing the fucking Peter Griffin Garfield Despacito shirt. That does fucking slap, though. It's to be powerful honest. stuff, <laughs> yeah. man. It is powerful stuff. That's but a, <laughs> that's a, again, that's first date material. That and Transformers, you're fucking. Mm. We fucking hard too. Transmissionary, bro. Back shots. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like people that fall in hard for like only buy a designer for designer. I don't get it. Some of it looks cool, like uh, you know the Gucci hat slaps, bro. Yeah, sure. Gucci wallet, that cutthroat Scott, that's tough. That's tough as. But not all of it, man. I, I don't get like a lot of the shoes. I don't fucking get a lot of like the shirts. Oh, the, bro, the shoes are the worst. And then the price tag is yeah. like what the fuck. Like I can get like the pocketbook, like the purses and stuff. That's a clout thing, like the yeah. Louis bag and that. But then when it starts going into all the, like, the all the rest of it, the, the rest of the ensemble, like a three and a half thousand dollar scarf, fuck off. Yeah, that's silly. And it also, like, there's a lot of rich people wearing these brands. There's a lot of fucking poor people wearing them too. Well, the rich people wear it because they have to spend their money somehow. You know, the poor people buy it so that they can look rich. You, it's yeah. weird. It's a weird thing. Like, first thing you start, you do when you start making bands, bro, is you buy like a, you know, you buy a thick watch and a nice gold chain. Bro, to be honest, like, I I've really thought about this because obviously, like. As you know, I'm not in black ink to be a fucking thousandaire. I'm going to be a millionaire, you know? <laughs> All I want is more... Is I, I just want to be able to own, like, enough motorbikes and enough motorbike equipment that I don't have to think about it anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't... Like, the fucking... Dude, I've been wearing Salvo's clothes for, like, a good, a good amount of time now. It doesn't really bother me. And then when I see people wearing nice clothes, I'm just like... I still kind of slap wearing average shit, so... Yeah. You it know? doesn't make you look any better or worse. Man, a Harley really makes my heart beat faster. Yeah. You know, it's like if I like if I had, you know, 10 grand right now, I'd go get a sporty. I wouldn't spend a single dollar on clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I feel like, I mean, like I'm the same, bro. Like, I'm no millionaire, but I have a lot of cars. Yeah. And I'm always in a position where if something happens to one of my cars and it has to come off the road, all good, baby, I've got another one to back me up. Yeah. And I think about that all the time. And I'm like, I'm always sweet. Yeah. Like I'm never not going to be out and then I'm always have something to work with and that's yeah. great for me. And people are like, why do you have so many fucking cars, money pit, the regos, rah, rah, rah. I counter that by not paying insurance, which is, I think, pretty big brain. That is, uh, yeah, bro, that's that's fucking, that's what's up. Hang on. Oh, careful there. Yeah. Just don't crash my fucking car, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Never, never be at fault is what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, wow, you, <laughs> you made me run that red light, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, and I think about all the time like, I see people with like, like cars like, oh, my engine blew or like, this is fucking my car, I need this and that. And I'm like, that sucks, why don't you just take your other car? And people are like, cars don't have other cars. She's fucking... She's waiting. Oi, you done yet? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't hang around long enough either. It's just like, just come in, but... Just a poke. 
Oh, well, yeah, no. Nah. And also, like, I've found really, like, very, very consistently, it's the people who spend $50,000 on something on their engine and they're like, oh, it fucking blew ahead the other day. It's like, man, my range has just been running sweet ever since she hit 250,000 Ks, you know? Like, yeah, dude. And like, like just do, like, do, do budget work and do it yourself. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Just like, instead of spending all that money to put it in a shop, spend that money on another car. Yeah. Do it all yourself, you know? It is pretty crazy to think that, like... Like, I don't understand how people think it's an option to get, like, Harleys are my thing, so they get a stage yeah. kit, right? Which is where you you get marginally more power and a different sort of performance. But, like, my bike is stock standard. Besides the cosmetic shit, is stock standard. And I'll do a power skid alongside any of these boys. Yeah. You know? It's like, if it was set up for doing wheelies, it would do wheelies just the same. That Grom that I've got, she's standard besides the wheelie bar on the back. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like... Everything does all the shit that we want to do. The shit that you do to change your car, to modify it, it's like the top the top percentage that, unless you're a hell good driver or a hell good performer or whatever, you're never going to notice it anyway. It's for the flex. And then that flex costs you in the long term. X and, amount of money. Yeah, because you fucking... And in the long term when it fucks up, you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? You spent all that money on that engine and now you've got to replace it or you've got to do this part to make it strong, stronger because this is too powerful. It's like, bro, just... If you, if you don't love the build, then don't do it at all, you know? Because yeah. you're going to spend... The more you do it, the more troubles you're going to fucking have. 100%. Look, for the sake of Larissa, because she's probably out there busting for a piss, yeah, as no, am you're I. Right. As am I. Yeah, we These better fucking... raspberries went straight through me, man. Oh, man. They were good. I love that we had them at like 3.34, so we just like... Up all night. Fuck up that circadian rhythm, boy. Yo! <laughs>